Where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. NinjaBling.com, the online home of More Choice Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, More Choice can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. More Choice Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. He's still in hair and hair. Hey, there he is. All right. So late with the high Just, thing. Just uh, so four professional broadcasters. Somewhere in the world, not here. In this room. <laughs> ready to take on the day. Entertain the fine folks of St. Louis. Shall we get started? All right. Uh, all I'm, right. I'm cool with it. Open the mics. Let's go. Starting oh, wait. right now. Let's do it. Hi, guys. Oh, you know, I got hey, home man. yesterday. Shoes, and I discover that I'm wearing two different shoes. I wore two different shoes yesterday. He even made a comment about your shoes yesterday. <laughs> man, I was like, I even looked at your shoes, made a comment, and didn't notice. Just to peer into our lives for a moment here. So my alarm clock goes off at 2:30, followed by expletives, and then the crying happens in the shower. Sure. Now. Oh, you've combined it. You're in the shower now with the crying. At least you're being beneficial with your time. Yes. So it's expletives crying. And then, uh, you know, stumbling downstairs and I kind of got my stuff ready. You know, half half asleep still. And then I go to the uh, to the closet where my family keeps their shoes. I guess I just blindly just grabbed a, a left and a right. <laughs> Thank God for that, at least. It's true. You've been walking yeah. in a circle. A left yeah. and a right. And then you get home and you go, oh, boy, two different shoes. 
I wonder that, if I'm going to be noticed. At least they were close because we didn't notice. They were close in color, yeah. Yeah. I've done that before, and they were not close. Like, you know, like the uh, the standard, like, casual New Balance shoes. I mm-hmm. think they're called 574s, for those of you in the know. Mm-hmm. Oh, the 574s, yeah. yeah. Oh, at, yeah. At one point, I grabbed a gray and a brown one. And I mean, not like dark gray and well, light brown. I mean, it was, you could do like the Chuck Taylors. Mm. Yeah, but that 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 you can almost get away with because people be like, "Man, look at that guy! He's real, you know, he's real cute." Oh, hipster. This was like so my a, dad used to do that back in the day. Actually, he'd wear two different color. This, this, Sorry, go ahead. This was like this was like a light, like the color of my shirt, like ash gray mm-hmm. left shoe and a poop brown right shoe. That's yeah, yeah I that's almost, not close. No, I was hungover though. Just to <laughs> let you know, I almost thought, "Wow, man!" I it was almost like having your zipper down all day. Yeah. Oh, did anybody notice? That's Here, here's a question. Nobody did, man. If somebody did notice, would you rather have them said something to you or just let it go? Because oh, yeah, God, good, good point. Because there's nothing you can do about yeah. it once you're here. Yeah. I'd rather them tell me instead so. of the laughing behind my back. Yeah. Hey, get a load of Riz, man. He, Look at this guy losing it. <laughs> so then, of course. Cool. So then, of course, Jeff Burton has to one up me. Oh, no. Yesterday. This is not about me. This is about you. Let's talk about you. No, no, you. this is about you because I think, and I texted you this last night, it's time to start talking about taking away the keys. Ooh, can I guess what yes. happened? Can you give me like a... Um, no, uh, I want you, I will... So I, I have to blindly play, guess Let's here. play hot and cold. Okay, I have to blindly <laughs> guess. All right. So I'm assuming yesterday, uh, Jeff, you went out and did some running. I did. Okay. It has nothing to do with the running. Okay. Huh. But he was out and about. Does it have yes. anything to do with him being out and I'll about? I'll tell you it was an evening activity. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess that he got into somebody else's car. <laughs> close. Really? Close. <laughs> yeah, you're in you're in you're in the ballpark. I will say you after, like to fashion a guess? Yeah, after he went jogging, he got in his car and drove down here to work. <laughs> Not yet. Mm, we're still in the ballpark. He went to the wrong house. You're getting closer. Warmer. He was in his garage, the door open, went out to grab the mail, and walked into his neighbor's garage. No, now we're far away. He got lost. No, he's done this before. He's done this before. Ordered a pizza and then forgot if he had it delivered and then went and picked it Mm, up. Man, we are are close. He went to a restaurant to use a gift card and went to the wrong restaurant. I mean, we're right there. We're down the street. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what else to guess. (laughs) Jeff? Uh, there are two Chinese food places in Eureka. <laughs> Called in an order to one and went to the other one to pick it oh, up. Oh, yes. Jeff. <laughs> I mean, walked in, walked up to the counter and said, hi, uh, to go order for Burton. And he goes, we don't, we don't have any to go orders. I went, I called it I, in. I got an egg foo young and uh, sesame chicken. I remember calling it in. Fry rye? And then I just went. All right, thank you. Turned around and got in the car and went to the place where I ordered it from. Yes. I I should have known because that one is 15 minute. The other one is 10 minute. That's how I should have known the difference. I do have a question for you. Do they offer delivery? I think they do. I'm not sure. 
I and think did, so. Did you did you order it for pickup with the sole purpose of you were at your house and then you left your house to go get it? Yes. Not okay. no not, not the sole purpose. I I was. I are you saying why didn't I get it delivered? No no no. Oh, I'm okay. asking if you've oh, ever yeah. had it delivered before. Oh no no. Neither one of those places. Okay. I've never had Chinese food delivered. I no. will only do delivery if I really don't want to leave the house. Yeah. I'm if I'm way. intoxicated. Or there's something like we have company over or something. If, I, if I'm ho- if I'm home, like if the family is home. And we haven't decided what we're doing for dinner. We never, we never really go like, "Hey, tonight we're doing Chinese," or "Tonight we're doing pizza." That's usually when a, "What the hell you want to do for dinner?" I don't know. What do you want to do for dinner? Just order Chinese, and we'll have it delivered. I find it's uh, it's it's a bit fresher when you pick it up because if I'm leaving to go get somewhere, I'm not going to get Chinese. I'm going to go get something to eat. Like we are going to leave. If I'm leaving the house, we're going to go like go sit somewhere, down somewhere. And yeah, but yeah. see, it's then getting the kids, you know, all all motivated to leave. See, and to if me, it, if it's just me that goes, yeah, I'll just go get it and bring it back. Yeah, see, I'm the type of guy that, and and a lot of this may have played into the fact that I used to be a lazy bum, mm-hmm. still kind of am, but uh, a little bit less lazy. Is once I'm home, I'm home. Like I, I don't want to leave. Like if my shoes come off, I'm pretty much we're calling it in. Will you ever go pick up a pizza? No, never. Unless they don't deliver. Like up the street, there's a pizza place for me, Dorenzio's, that doesn't have a delivery. You could do it like DoorDash or something like that, but it's right up the street and they don't deliver. So I call it and I go get it from there and bring it home. But that's because the delivery option is not there. I was fine with deliveries. You may be the third or fourth person that the driver will, yeah. will be going to. And then by the time you get your food, it's slightly... Slightly cooler than it would have been. There, I mean, I did it a billion years ago, obviously, but I was a pizza delivery guy. And, I mean, if you're going anywhere near, here, take this one, too. Here, yeah, take this yeah. one, too. Oh, yeah, there yeah. was times when I had three or four stops. Oh, and, and, and there are also times where I go and, and I order Chinese. And let's say, we let's try a different place. And we order from somewhere else, and it shows up. And if it's cold, I'm like, well, that's over. We're done with that place. But we've got our Chinese place that when we order from, it comes, it's piping hot, and it's delish. I still don't have a Chinese food place. Oh, man. Mm. If, I, if, don't have, I don't have a go-to. If Ho's Chinese Kitchen delivered to uh, Wildwood, you would get that I because mean, it's PF phenomenal. I mean, P.F. Chang's is, is you, not... That is not no, a Chinese place. Not don't Chinese say that. It's a bistro. Place. I the, like it. I mean, we'll go there. What is the... Is it a schnooks that's up on the hill up off of Manchester Road behind you there? Uh, or I guess it's not behind you. It's a one one hundred, so you'd have to come down to one hundred. Like in front there. of the mobile gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you tried that place? It's like no. right on the end of the strip mall. There, it's really good. I've only had it once, but it was oh, really yeah. good. Yeah, I think like most. I, I don't know if this is a stereotype or not, but I think most Chinese places are closed on Mondays. Uh, but I think that place is closed on Monday. But other than that, I think it's huh. good. I've only you had know it what, once. Jeff? Try it. I'm gonna try it. Okay, just when you call there, make and sure. If it's, if it's not good, you know what happens. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Which is the worst mistake out of the two of us, though? I mean, driving to the wrong place or wearing the wrong, wearing two different shoes all day. If I had to pick one of those two, I would say wearing the wrong shoes is worse really? than driving to the wrong but place. They were very same color. I, I get that. I understand that. And but mind you, I was getting up for work. That's the state that Jeff is in twenty four seven. So you can't use that true. as an excuse. Mine were both Chinese food places, so true. they right, you know. Uh-huh. Listen, I'll take the loss there. Oh no, I'm not saying it's lost. I'm just okay, wondering. Okay, here, here is right. this. This is my deciding factor. Okay, Jeff, mm-hmm. have you ever ordered? Have you ordered from both of the Chinese yes. places before? Okay, yes. so it's you. Okay, that's mm-hmm. all right. I'll take the loss. 
So you trying to one-up me? Nah, not today. Damn it, anyway. Not today. Not today. <laughs> no. A uh, question on Twitter. How long do you wait before throwing away Christmas cards? That's from Troy. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, probably about an hour or two. I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> ah, this is nice. The Smiths, they're uh, on vacation in Hawaii. Who the hell saves their Christmas cards? My mom. She has every Christmas card anybody's ever sent her. Oh, you mean, I thought you meant save them, like, you know. That year. Yeah. yeah. She tosses them when she takes down the Christmas decorations, which okay, is usually mid-January, early February. Your parents' Christmas decorations stay up until February? I mean, it's usually, nah, no, that's a lie. I would say, I would say mid-January mid is probably okay. the, the limit there. This year was a little different, because remember, my dad had the heart attack, so yeah, yeah, things yeah, were yeah. a little out of whack, but... I would say mid mid January is usually when they come down. Jeff, uh, pretty much right away when when Christmas is over. I said yeah. December twenty sixth. For for me for me it's usually immediately after the first of the year they come down. Do you, do you guys send out Christmas cards? Hail to the no. Do you feel guilty if you receive a Christmas card? Absolutely not. I do. I have a tinge of guilt. I do, too, only because we used to, but we haven't the last couple of years. So people get into the, oh, well, the Burtons send one out, so let's make sure we send one to them. And now we're getting them and not sending them out. I almost want to do one more and go, this is it. But but at the same time, think about what a Christmas card really no, is. I, I know, but I get, you know, I've... There's I've, nothing uh, inside. It's just a picture of my family. And I go, hey, happy holidays to you I, and yours. You know, I have a lot of cousins and... Uh, yeah, you know, most of them send Christmas cards to us, and we never do. And I've, um, man, have you ever? You guys never. Uh, maybe have? like once or twice. Mm. That's where my guilt is: is that I've gotten people used to, and now they're not, they're not receiving anymore. And, and I'm and still oh, you getting. think so, somebody out there is going? I guess Jeff hates me. Uh, possibly. <laughs> and the I, you know, I go to the I go me. to the mailbox, and I'm like, yeah, man, we suck. Yeah. I'm, man, I think I think you're actually in the age though the age range to where it starts happening a lot more like oh, for me kids. with early with early 30s like we've started to get a couple from our friends but it's still pretty few and far between but i think once you start getting the older kids you start getting the families yeah well I, you know then it ramps cousins, up a little I'm bit like the second or third youngest mm. so all my cousins are older and they you know have older kids and yep i guess that's what you do when you get older you send out christmas cards sure do so what if you're single do you need to send out Christmas cards in? Yeah, I just of you. Yeah, just, just me. You. Yeah. Expensive cardboard <laughs> that you throw away. I also like the uh, I also like the ones that that come across that are like. Let me tell you about what we've done this year, and I'm uh, like, ah, yeah. right. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, here the, we go. Uh, the uh, the yearly letter. Yes, yeah. I love those. Timmy just got accepted into UMSL. <laughs> okay, you're like, cool. Who's Timmy? <laughs> okay. Oh, you have a son. I see. Didn't know that. <laughs> Now, now with especially now with social media, it's real easy to send like the virtual one. You know, it, it was once a thing where you'd see once a year. Oh, this is what the family looks like. Now with Facebook, ah, it's Timmy's bowel movement. I mean, you have yeah. every wow. every little detail now. Update: ah. Timmy's unplugged. <laughs> Timmy took a tinkle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, that's funny. I guess I could start noting that and then send that out for the year. Like, here's Your all my movements. movements. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I see Scott's regular. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had somebody bring this up to me yesterday. This was actually my neighbor down the street. 
And I just want to ask you a question. How mountain manny are we going here? Because somebody said they turned into the webcam yesterday and they said it was the first time they've seen you in a long time. And they were like, he looks like he leaves the studio and just walks into the woods and then wakes up the next morning. <laughs> Sets an alarm he goes, and lays down. Goes, he, yeah. goes, he goes to his lean-to and then comes... <laughs> My lean-to. Wow. And then it comes back. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then this morning, I, honestly, I just looked at you, you know, two minutes ago, and I was like, "Damn, he's right. We're talking." In very all reality, he lives Mandy. in Moon's basement. I mean, yeah. that's where yeah. he lives. I just see you sitting over a campfire with metal plates and stuff, and you're heating up some soup. The real comfortable bed of leaves. What did what did somebody somebody in the chat room the other day said when you were shoving your hair through the glory hole said, "All you need is what is it a bindle or whatever it is this the stick with the with, with the sack on the end." Oh yeah, and walking around and like, oh. okay, there he is. You're like the friendly guy in the woods. <laughs> friendly guy in the woods. I don't think that story has ever ended well. Yeah, no, he's the he's the guy. He's the hobo that lives in the woods. <laughs> he's the he's the guy that when the kids go out there to 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 build a fire to find stuff and a bear attacks him, he's the guy that goes, get away from here. <laughs> you get to work every day just jumping on a train that's moving. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Boxcar Scotty comes to work. Boxcar Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna decorate the basement this year for Christmas? You know, I think I will. I'm gonna actually just decorate the little wooded area that I live in. <laughs> just a corner. All I need is a corner. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I'm gonna put a little Christmas candle on my log that I you sit just on. You have the uh, like a one. You have one pot that you put over God. the over the fire. You're always making stew. He's the, he's the guy. He's the guy in the woods. <laughs> He's the guy in the woods that's got human names for the animals. A rabbit rob pops up and he goes, hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. Good to see you, buddy. A possum runs by and he's like, hey, Mark, uh, you just need to make sure that you keep on moving. I taught that possum actually to grab my smokes. <laughs> Ridiculous. Hey, speaking of neighbors, you brought up your neighbor for a second. Yeah. Um, somebody asked me or somebody was speculating what type of neighbor I am. Like, what would it be like to live next to me? And damn it, I'm a good neighbor. I think it'd be a, it'd be a treat to live next door to of me. Course of course you do. Who in the world? I think it'd be a treat to live next to me. <laughs> I'm such a I'm, blessing. You know what I am? I'm mindful. Yes. All right. I uh, am respectful. Uh -huh. I keep my place clean. <laughs> And tidy. Ever in a million years described your neighbor as mindful? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, how are you new neighbors? Yeah. Neighbors, very mindful. They are mindful. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why that is a very important thing. Okay. With the hours we work, we go to sleep early. Yeah. We get up early. We like our naps. And all my neighbors know my schedule. Hmm. They know that between the hours of probably 1 o'clock and 3, most likely I will be asleep. You have it posted in your front yard, right? <laughs> well, they can't get past the electric fence. That's called being mindful. That's mindful. So if you want to be a good... You know, damn, you could find anything on the internet. <laughs> Trust me. And I typed in how to be a good neighbor. And I want to see how many of these things that you guys, as far as your neighborhoods go, or your neighbors go, uh -huh. how many of these things do you do? So when you moved, and you're moving, yes, are you going to introduce yourselves to your neighbors? Technically, I already have. 
I got invited into the Facebook group for our neighborhood. Oh, all right. And I did the intro of the family. And but of course, once we move in, we will and and again, I don't necessarily think that we will walk over and go, Hey, we're the neighbors across the street. But if they're outside, I'm gonna go over there and introduce well, myself. Well, the, the day we moved in, there happened to be like a block party that day, so that was it was easy for us. Oh, they threw a party for you. That's what wow. I was yeah. That was nice. Like, oh, look. In our honor. Look what you did for me. <laughs> oh, stop. In our honor. And actually, one of the neighbors was like, uh, no. You are. Okay. Uh, it only takes a quick, uh, hey, I'm uh, Jeff, by the way. Just uh, moved in. Right down the road there with my wife. Down yonder. Right. That's all it takes. Introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, these are things that will make you a better neighbor. Uh, didn't do this. Create a directory for your street or building. They say knock on your neighbor's door, introduce yourself. Or for those of us who are more introverted, drop a sign-up sheet in everyone's mailbox. Ask for names and contact info in case of emergencies. And consider adding a questionnaire to help get to know people better. Okay, so everybody hates the guy in 5C now. Yeah, not doing that. Uh, <laughs> an episode of Friends, or what the hell is this? Hey, uh, I'm that. here uh, taking some information for the neighborhood. You can ask get questions out. like, what's your favorite book? How many languages do you speak? Would you babysit a pet or houseplant? Are you good at... Uh, no, no, not doing any of that stuff. How was your relationship with your dad growing up? Uh, get in the habit of saying hello when you cross paths. Okay, do that. This one ruined the one for, for somebody in my neighborhood. Just a hello? There's a guy who is the nicest guy. I've never heard a bad thing about him. He's always outside. He's retired. He takes care of his lawn. Super nice guy. One of the first houses in the neighborhood, okay? And I drove by one time, and I was going slow, and I put the hand out the window and did, hey! the, old, and did the old, hey, how you doing? And he had a hose in his hand, and he looked up and followed my truck as it went by. Yes. He didn't raise a hand, oh. didn't say, hey, didn't recognize or didn't you. say nothing. Riz, I don't care if you recognize. Literally, I went, hey, I had my window down and everything. Hey. Maybe his arm was broken. And he went and just stared at me and went by. Ever since then, I'm like, you are an ass. Ooh. So you had the hose Ooh. in one hand and the other hand, he just. Free, he just, as a, free as a bird. Maybe he had a stroke in that side he can't use. Well, That's what I'm thinking. He he hasn't said hi since. I haven't said hi since. Oh. Anybody that I'm walk, that I'm driving through the neighborhood and it's you're a high walking standoff. Yes. and you're walking or I'm walking and you're driving in the neighborhood, I wave to every single person. And if you don't wave back, it's noted. What if he's Forever. on a delay? It could Forever. be, yeah. Forever. Uh spend time on your front porch, front garden, or neighborhood benches. This is what we do in our neighborhood. What do you mean? It's it's basically everybody's outside. Oh, okay, gotcha. Just go outside. Be a part of the neighborhood. Remember I told you a couple weeks ago I had the garage open. Next thing you know, everybody's in the garage drinking. Mm-hmm. Garage yeah. drinking. Yep. I unfortunately am moving from my neighborhood right in the middle of it doing the switch. When I moved into the neighborhood, it was still a relatively older neighborhood. Now it's younger and people are outside, but we're bouncing. Here it is on this list. Be mindful of their schedule. Huge. That is big. Does your neighbor work the night shift? Do they have little kids who nap? Are they seniors who go to bed early? And they say, well, it's certainly a two-way street when it comes to neighbor relationships. Make sure you do your part to be mindful of their schedule. Don't slam doors, shine bright lights, or go knocking at times that might disrupt something as crucial as a newborn sleep routine. Yeah, I do. I start my car in the morning and go back inside and get my coffee and then go uh, go out and leave. And I'm very mindful of where my headlights are, are pointed. And tell them what's going on with yours, too, as far as your schedule goes. Going on vacation, let them know a uh, pet sitter will be coming by so they're not alarmed. 
If they see a strange person, you know, if you start a new shift at your job, give them a heads up that you'll be in and out at odd hours. Uh, be considerate about any loud noises you, your pets, or your kids make. You know, going over this list, starting to get the whole, hey, is it too early to do the lawn mowing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight with my neighbor because of it. Uh, oh, if you really want to wow them, give them a heads up before you throw a party. Oh, absolutely. Especially when there's not a ton yeah. of parking. Hey, man, there's going to be four or five cars out here, just so you know. That's sort of thing. We've done that before, for sure. Because there's not a ton of parking in front of my house at all. Two houses down, I guess there's going to be a graduation party. And uh, they actually invite. I don't even know them. They invited us. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. So I, am I obligated to give a gift? S- Cindy? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah for sure. Even, I don't know them. Doesn't matter. That if you're invited to the party and you're going, you bring I'm a gift. I'm not going. Well, then you're good. Do you, think, do you suspect, I'm not going. Do you suspect you'll uh, form a relationship with them in the future or no? Yeah. Because, I mean, it would be cool if you sent a little something I mean, and be oh, wow, the Rizzutos are not even here. I and mean, they I'm cordial. I'm cordial. Cool. It's, a nice, it's a wave. Are they, are, they, are they right next door? No, they're a couple houses down. I have some old, uh, some of those lawn darts, if you want to send those down there. <laughs> it's, it's there in, you know, we live in a cul-de-sac. It's yeah. one of the houses that's within the cul-de-sac. Mm. Is that a smart way to let people know? It's like know? three houses down, though. I, I don't really don't have know. much of a... I don't know. Yeah, that's, it's a quite a ways down, then, isn't it? I mean, not quite a ways. Yeah, but, but if, you're, if you're in a little court there, like if you're in the, in the cul-de-sac... They don't like, have little kids. I, you know, I don't know. Do don't the know. kids go down to the cul-de-sac to ride their bikes or anything? Yeah. Hmm. You know what? It's not going to kill you to send one, but it may be negative if you don't. So. Yeah, I think we may. I mean... Damn listen, it, we may. Listen, yeah. it, it, it's not... I think it's, I have an extra Patricia's gift card laying around if you just want to It's throw not it. like it's got to be a ton of money. Yeah. Throw a little 25 uh, Yeah, just and, the thought. Uh, yeah. Uh, if it gets rowdy, uh, leave a little apology note with some extra unopened party snacks the next day. That's that, what a good neighbor would do. That's not going to That's not gonna make me happy. That's if you have a party and it gets rowdy, I, a little a little like, hey, my bad is cool, but uh, if I find party snacks on my front porch, I'm going to go, Un- what the hell is Unopened. This? I don't uh, care. Everybody loves Chex Mix. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Here's an Sa- extra popcorn ball. Sam in the chat room says, wow, living in a neighborhood sounds like it sucks. <laughs> oh, how about this one? Establish a book lending cupboard. No, no, no. Yeah. Set up a little free so library with a take one, leave one system. Yeah, that's real dumb. Watch the for sale signs go up. Share your restaurant recommendations for the area. Now, I agree with that, but, like, I don't know where you're going to... Sh- don't, like, hey, guys, I have a flyer in the neighborhood tomorrow with uh, Timmy's favorite restaurants. Be direct about issues rather than passive-aggressively posting about them on Facebook or, or that Nextdoor app. Please, please, please. I Listen, that is number one right now. You should see, like, because I'm in my parents' little Facebook group and my new Facebook group, and the things that are posted on there... Hey, guys, I don't know if anybody knows this, but if you have animals, you might want to pick up their poopy. Well, it says addressing uh, issues head on is the only way to make uh, make sure you're going to solve anything with neighbors. Whether their dog is doing its business on your lawn or they've uh, been blasting uh, Toto's Africa until 3 a.m. Mm. Guilty. <laughs> have a civilized conversation like, hey, your dog is a good boy, but I've had to pick up his poop almost every day this week. I'd be so grateful if you could scoop it up instead. This is your final warning. 
Yeah, I, I see I see posts like that all the time, but in the most passive aggressive way ever. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. I wasn't at the latest uh, board meeting. Is it cool to just let your dogs poop all over the neighborhood now? <laughs> just curious. Thanks. Uh, build a community garden. We can do that. Uh, that's probably not happening. <laughs> uh, split a CSA. You know that community supported agriculture. I don't know what that is. Thing. It, it gives you direct access to like fresh produce grown by uh, local farmers. Oh, I've mm. never heard of that. That's pretty cool. That's a big. Yeah. That's a big thing actually out in our area. Is it? CSA and and it's actually pretty cool. When you become a member, you basically pay for a share of produce from a farmer in the area, who will like deliver it to a drop off location in your neighborhood now, or your it, house. Is that just area. fruits and vegetables, or is that weed too, or do you know? I don't know what kind of CSA uh, hmm. would be in your neighborhood, but you could ask. All right. <laughs> Apparently the C stands for something else. Uh, you know what? Not too far up from you or down from you on off of Old State. There's a really nice. Uh, <clears throat> there's a really nice. Uh, it's an individual guy, but he's got a, a produce stand there. Right oh yeah, Old State. really, really nice. Right. You can start a, a tool sharing program in the neighborhood. Uh huh. Oh, start a start a wiffle ball tournament or other sports. Yes. <laughs> Hey, you got These a lawnmower? Being good neighbors, Tone. You got a lawnmower? Yeah, sure do. You come over and cut my grass. <laughs> oh wow, it'd be nice to share. I'm going to share my yard with you. Host a block party. That and uh, they also say remember to manage your expectations. You might really want to, you know, you you might really want to lean into some of these ideas, and maybe you've already started creating, uh, you know, t-shirts, you know, for your neighborhood. <laughs> Just a t-shirt with everybody's address on it. <laughs> Oh, you're 1242, huh? But I mean, you know, pump the brakes for a second, you know, with the with the book sharing thing, the book lending cupboard. Yeah. I think so too. Manage expectations. That's good. I say just be considerate. Yeah. You know what being a good person's all about. Do unto others, somebody once said. Whoa. Those you wa- know, if those you see Watner, your neighbors right? giving you the stink eye because you got indoor furniture outside. Like, you know. Yeah. If you have a couch on your front porch, people are talking about yeah, it. I know it's your property, but. If you have a toilet in the yard, put a plant in it. Yeah. Make it look nice. Uh-huh. I know it's your pro- it's your property. We got to look at it, though. And there is such a thing as if somebody's trying to sell their house on the block. You know, that that be, plays into it. Be a bit considerate. Housing prices, yes. Yeah, if your garage looks like it's thrown up antiques, why don't you go ahead and just shut it? <laughs> Push it all in. All right, thank you. Shut her down. Just be a good neighbor. And now here is today's mattress direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, let's uh, congratulate our Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Mattress Direct from Deloge. It's Carrie. How do I say this last name? Oh, Lashanas. Lashanas. All right. Hey, Carrie. That's Carrie. It's, it's spelled like Lachance, but uh, it's actually Lashanas. Lashanas. Fancy. Mm. Carrie listens to the Risher every morning. When she's out of the area, she gets her fix through the uh, various apps that you can listen to the show on. It's a a guy. I was going to say, that's a fellow. (laughs) K-E-R-R-Y. Sorry, Carrie. Uh, When Carrie was laid up for two months uh, after hip surgery in in October, he was uh, up at 6 a.m. every morning to watch our YouTube stream. Loves real or fake, loves good or gross, loves uh, our social events, Eat, or treat, eat and Treat, the Riz Toberfest event. And Carrie says, select me for Team Riz. And 
I'll serve proudly all over the country. Wow, nice. This Team Riz jersey. Well, thank you very much, Kerry. Kerry gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. And R-I-Z-Z show and your emails. Send him over, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Jeff, what do we got today? Uh, we got some good ones. Dustin here, who calls himself our airsoft gun purchaser. I don't oh, know which yeah, one. Yeah. Okay, I know Dustin. Okay, so first let me say welcome to the Thunder Thunderdome, King Scott over here. Oh, thank you. Also, do we have some sort of tally system to see how many listeners are listening to the show via the radio? It's called ratings. <laughs> they have that. Yes, it's a. I know it's a fairly new thing. <laughs> They don't call it a tally system. Yeah, it's called ratings. Yeah. And there's a company called Nielsen that, that does it, that tallies for us. And uh, every week we get a report. Every month we get a report. And every quarter we get a report. And so far the reports have been good, guys. Yeah, good reports so four far. Four or five years. <clears throat> you know, he says he always wondered that. And I wonder if people, that radio's not all their life and TV is not their life, if, they, you know, maybe that's not a well, I mean... If you watch TV, you know there's TV ratings. It's Nielsen's. Yeah, no, we. Uh, so no, you would we, think we have the same thing here on the radio, <clears throat> right? Also, he goes on to say uh, specifically to Moon and I, but Tones has got uh, uh, dogs too. He's got a new black lab slash boxer puppy, <laughs> and he says, "Any tips on breaking them of uh, biting and chewing the face and the hands?" Any tips, Patrico? Uh, I would say first and foremost, stop it now because it's it's largely just a pu- it's just puppy stuff that's going on. But you do need to stop it, or else as it grows into a dog, it'll still think, "Hey, this is cool to do." I mean, I I think with both of my dogs, it was kind of a phase that just kind of grew out of down, yeah. down. Because they say, you know, down. Your quick your quick reaction is to give it an old boop right on the nose, but like they say, that's destroys a dog so don't do that so you roll up a newspaper and you go boop. that is incorrect mm-hmm. <laughs> again it's always been a phase that just is kind of i just get rid of it. my dogs have gone, no <laughs> let's not do that you could drive out to the to the no upstate no 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 <laughs> take it for a one-way car let, ride let her, go. let her go be free <laughs> you can get a water bottle though yes spray water bottles work uh, we went through that with the with the youngest one that we have Oh, you just they, get a bottle nip. of water. That's and, a good one. Or if, they're, or if they're, if you have another dog and, and they're going after the other dog, you just right in the face or whatever, oh, and they go, hey. You, oh, you, I don't like that. You know what else? I don't like that. You know what else works is uh, take a, a spray bottle the same way and put pennies in it and just shake just it Just spray it. pennies all over no, it? And just shake oh. it at them. Because the noise, they run like hell. Mm. Okay. See ya. And there's another thing, too, as far as or the chewing. get rid of it. No, 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 no. This may not work for the chewing of the face and the hands, but if if you find Just that it back. if a dog is, uh, I do the same thing with the humping. Uh, if you find that a dog is like picking up your shoes or picking up socks or whatever and chewing on them, yeah, you your first instinct is to just go take it away from them and say no. But you take it away from them and then replace it with something, one of their toys or a bone or something, because they're just looking to chew. If you take it away, they're going to go find another shoe. If you just, take it away uh, and give them something that they're supposed the dog, to chew on, just tell the dog he's not playing Fortnite anymore. Or the, or that, yeah. Just take away the Xbox. I'm taking away all your social media. Next. Uh, Kira here is a uh, massage therapist and is really excited about the outcome of Tony and I's walk punishment mm-hmm. on June 15th. June the 15th, yes. She would like to, on that following Monday, give us massages to help out. She's oh, a massage nice. therapist. You got it. That's very nice. She's out of uh, Illinois and she left us a phone number if we want to. That's very nice. Thank want you. Want to enlist her help. 
Full she, nude? You said that she worked at she works at VIP Massage in O'Fallon, Missouri. I believe it's somewhere in Illinois, maybe no, a different right, location. Oh. Maybe not that place. <laughs> Might be a franchise. I'm or still curious if that. I looked. I looked the other day to see if it, if it was still open for business or closed down. Because that was the woman. The news story where the woman got arrested for basically for happy ending. Try, trying to hook up with a undercover officer. Yes, yes. Which is, uh, not, not you can't legal. do that. You You're can't not supposed do that. to anyway. No. Oh, she said she was very attracted to the undercover. Yeah, she she said oh. that it was not it was not a monetary transaction. She was just very attracted. Very attracted. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's thank you very much. It's Teresa. I believe it was uh, Kira. I mean, Kira, you're yes. just making up names now. <laughs> All right, Kira. Maybe a middle name. You never know. <laughs> Next. Uh, if you want to write this down, this is Allie uh, writing okay. in. Says she loves the show. Tony, you're looking dead sexy during the weight loss journey Ew. over there. Uh, you guys talked about your favorite cars yesterday. The husband and I got into a debate because he won't buy a car from a female salesperson. He doesn't uh, give me a decent uh, reason either, which is frustrating. He just says, I would rather talk cars with another guy. Are other guys like this? I think this is crazy. Is this the same guy that sees a female pilot and walks off the plane and goes, nope. Not today. Not today. Not doing this. Listen, I think some people just that's their preference. I mean, like for example, you with the massage, you won't let a fellow do it. Eh, yeah, I mean that's my my pro- I, I that's don't. your preference. You I have mean, nothing against hands, him. Yeah, that's hands on a person. But, but still, I mean, he that's has what, nothing. That's the way I feel. You know, it, you have nothing against male masseuse or male massage therapist. For me, it's just I can't. I don't like man hands on me. There you go. That's your preference. This guy's preference when he's buying it's a car a bit, is I mean cars. I mean it's a bit. I mean it's it's you know, not like women. the guy. The guy is not a car, necessarily a car expert. He's a sales expert. To I me, mean, he I learns about cars. Yeah, to me, I don't care. I mean, you you wanna if you if you're gonna give me the best deal, I don't care if yeah, you're somebody's a gonna kangaroo. Shoot me, somebody's gonna shoot me straight. I don't care. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Well, what about other stuff? What about like you don't like your you being touched by uh, um. A male, you know, massage therapist or masseuse or whatever. What about uh, a male person cutting your hair? Because they're going to be running your fingers. I used to have a guy. fingers running through your hair. I used to have a guy. Uh, Doctor. My hair. His name was, ready for this? Yeah. Scandal. Ooh. You got to be kidding me. No. That is. Oh, my God. Is that this with a K back, or an SC? This was back in when I lived in New York. Well, that totally makes sense then. It was a guy right up the street from the, from the radio station. When you opened up the door, did it go? Scandal. 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 Sounds like, like a cash clone. drawer open. Ching scandal. No, yeah, it's funny. I asked one of the uh, one of the other jocks on the uh, on the station. I said, "Hey, I need a, need a haircut." And he goes, "I'll oh, go to my guy scandal up mm-hmm. the street." Scandal. Did he say it like that? Scandal. You know, but Tony brought up a great point. What about just like a regular MD? What about like a regular doctor? Like, um, I got this rash and I got to go in or whatever. Like my general, yeah, just a general practitioner right. or, or you know, whatever nurse practitioner. I mean, I, f- I find it easier to talk to another male about you know my issues if I were if I were to have issues. Yeah. Uh, to to I, me, it does not matter. I'd rather have a female doctor all day long, but I've had the same female doctor for twenty years. I had an issue down there once, and I went to uh, somebody, and it was a female. That had to. It was a nurse, female, that had to dress a wound, mm. and it was. It was. Uh, it was. You know, no eye contact. See, for me, I it, that for me when it comes to a doctor's office, I couldn't care less. Just make me better. 
I liked actually the female, and like I said, I, I've had the same female doctor for 20 years, but I like it because it's kind of a mom figure to me, like asking what's wrong and what can I do to help and things like that. Now, this was a younger female, and it was, it was uh, 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 you know, I don't think it was uncomfortable for her. Well, a little bit for me, a little bit. Yeah, I've had that issue before. When I was out in L.A., I went to this hospital, and both the nurse and the doctor were stunning. And neither one had rings, and you're just like, and it was in the area. Mm, yeah. That hurt that area, and I'm like, <laughs> I have to drop trial now? Uh-huh. This is terrible. <laughs> That's why, as they're doing it, you're like, right. you're like, hey, um, see anything impressive? <laughs> yeah. I'll take my pants off. Is this a party of one? All right. What are your okay. thoughts? What are your thoughts? By well, I way, think your injury is, I'm not talking about my injury. Scandal gave a great haircut. Scandal. 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 When you walk in, the strobe lights, and you kind of dance at the chair. You want somebody with scissors. It was with a scissors. nightclub for, slash salon. For some reason, wow. like, whenever I hear, like, oh, yeah, this guy named Scandal <laughs> used to cut my hair, I picture, and I don't know why, a guy that has some sort of highlights in his hair, whether it be a blue or pink or a yeah. white, or a, uh-huh. and when you walk in, he goes, oh, Mr. Reese, let's get you looking no, good. No, no, no. Andy, Andy talks about himself in the first, or what is it, the first no, person. Come no. on, sit down and Scandal cut your hair. Come oh, on. Yeah. So, Scandal will cut your hair. You, you're thinking, like, a... Uh, uh, Don't mess with the Zohan almost. Yeah. You walk into the, yeah, and when you leave, yeah. when you leave, he goes, you like your hair? And you go, yeah. And he goes, you tell him that you come see Scandal. No, it was a flamboyantly gay man. Like, I mean, way over the top. Nice guy. What about like a tattoo artist or something? Does that matter to you, no. guy or girl? Yeah. No. No. Next. I just didn't know if it was emasculating or not. So uh, this is a pretty amazing one. Team Riz member, uh, Jake. Here has a question about a young lady that he met on a dating app. Oh, okay. Doesn't say which dating app, but he said things were going so well after a short time, about a week or so, that this girl says, I like you so much, I'm deleting the dating app. So the girl yeah. said that to him? Yeah. Hey, wow, look at that. Right. Here's the dating app we met on. Man. Delete. Bye-bye. That's a big step. However, tonight when we were talking, she told me she had her friend over and they were going to watch Netflix. She told me her friend was joking that it was his birthday and that he wanted to have some birthday sex. Keyword, his. Mm. Hit, what? And he was joking mm-hmm. that it was his birthday and he wanted to have birthday sex. Right. And let me guess the, the rest of this email. The rest of the email she threw is him right out. she threw him out and said, that's an inappropriate joke. I'm talking to this guy. See you later. Oh, so you already saw this email? Wow, that's nice of her. Nope. Oh. Joking that it was his birthday, he wanted birthday sex, she said, because he's bigger than her and could, quote, easily hurt her, she gave in and had sex with him. You should call the police then if yeah. that's wow. how you felt. Right. So if she's fearing her being sexually assaulted, if she doesn't, what kind of friend is that? Yeah, nice friend. He's joking. She told me it took a lot of courage to tell me this and that if we became serious that she would never, ever cheat. You already have. Yes. Well, I mean, technically, they weren't together. Now, this is it. Nope. What did she we're say? Done. She's already done oh, dating others, and then now she's doing that. Oh, yep, I would done. run. I mean, we're. Yeah. This, He's, is, this is not going to I work mean, out. the next sentence is I understand that we're not in a relationship, and I can't really tell her what she can and can't do, but uh, she says she likes me uh, enough to delete the dating app we met through. Then why wouldn't she tell this guy no or <laughs> yes or because- yesn't? Uh, when he was asking to have the sex. I have a feeling these are people in their very early 20s. I also have a feeling that uh, run. Run mm-hmm. as fast as you can. Yeah. 
Am I just overreacting? Should I cut it off? Yes, oh, yeah. before it gets too serious. Especially considering that you guys have been talking and she's like, hey, I'm deleting this app because I really am into you. And then all of a sudden now you're going to sit there and go, all right, I'm out. Yeah, this is not going to work. I'm going to sleep with this dude. You know, because he asked me to on his birthday. Well, and the other thing is... I know, because I was afraid because he's bigger than me. Yeah. So I, ha- I had to. Hey, man, I had no choice. He could, quote, easily hurt her. That's an, that's an even bigger issue, like Tone said. that You didn't sleep yeah, with somebody. You were, you were sexually assaulted. Well, well I guess not, not, because she gave in. Sorry, maybe she well, didn't. She gave in. She had she sex with him. She said he was joking around. <laughs> it's my birthday. Yeah. You know, I want some birthday sex. Well, you are bigger than me, so okay. Okay, then. So, uh, yeah, it's, that's uh, probably not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, two questions to write this uh, person back. Mm-hmm. How old are they? And is she really, really good looking? All right. Is she? Those two reallys, right? Really, really. Really, really. really comma, really. Times two. Good. All right, I'll keep you posted. Okay. All right. Uh, next, uh, Michael heard our conversation the other day about whether or not you use the ass gasket on the public toilets and yes. what public toilets are better or not. Uh, podcast weirdo here, Michael, probably going to change your opinion on bathrooms when you use them on the road. He is a uh, in the lawn care business, so gas stations are about really yeah. his only option yeah. throughout the day. While I agree QT is normally the cleanest, I would choose a single-seater bathroom over a larger uh, one now any day, and here's why. Every bathroom always has soap and toilet paper. If you're lucky, paper towels. Squirt a little soap on there, meaning the seat, to wipe it wipe it down, and then there you go. You don't have to do any uh, you know, seat gasket or any of that kind of stuff. If it needs extra scrubbing, you may even do it multiple times. What? Uh, yeah. Are you working for them now and cleaning their bathrooms? So as opposed to taking something and putting it on there, sit down, doing what you need to do and get out, he's now cleaning the, the, the toilet. Oh, being for a that. custodian. Right. You kind of work for QT now, now sir. Yes. You punch in? Mm-hmm. There are some QTs that have single-seaters, by the way. Do, do all of them have single-seaters? No, or? no, not all of them, but some of them do. Right. The one that I frequent mm-hmm. in Arnold does. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, this is Dustin. A few buddies and I took... Uh, oh, we're talking about the TP thing that happened in my house, and yes. everybody's experienced you it. You were TP'd, yes. Yeah, a few buddies and I took window paint and completely blacked out the windows on our friend's car in the middle of the night. Little did we know he had to be up at 4.30 in the morning for his shift at McDonald's. How how did they black out the windows? Uh, it says with window paint. What is you know that? when you oh. write, like, congrats, class of 2014. Oh, that comes off, uh, though, right? Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, not easily. Yeah, it says here it took him 30 minutes wiping his windows just so he could get to work. And they covered the entire window. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, no, just like, shh, nice. like, you cannot see through this window. And Again, that's vandalism. <laughs> they didn't know he had to go to work the next morning? Correct. Oh, it seems like an honest mistake. Yeah. But still, there's yes. jokes, but then actually painting your window with spray paint? Is that Oh, is that spray paint? Well, I don't know. He said window paint. So yeah, maybe, like, like I said, it's, 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 it's the stuff that comes off, but it's just not. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. It's you not take a razor easy. blade to kind of scrape it off? Uh, I don't think it's that serious, but I mean, it takes some serious scrubbing. Especially at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You don't want to be late for, for work at McDonald's. No, those burgers aren't going to make themselves. Ronald standing at the door going, where have you been? <laughs> Grimace had to stay later. That's <laughs> well, it's kind of uh, just breaking. The superintendent of Belleville Township High School District, number 201, just uh, released a statement on Twitter. 
Dr. Jeff Dossier. Or is it Jeff Dozier? I don't know. No, you, you, you I like, jazz, to, fancy, you jazz I like it up. to fancy it up. Yeah. Uh, this morning, we received word from the Belleville police of a credible threat made by a student against another student for safety uh, for the safety of our students and staff. We are canceling school today, Wednesday, Whoa. May 23rd. Students and staff should remain off campus until further notice. We will provide further details as soon as additional info is available. Final examinations will resume. On Thursday, May the 24th. Yeah, it's a good decision. So is that just Belleville Township High School? I don't know. It says both. Apparently, it says here, and this is from a parent that has commented saying that uh, both campuses are closed. I don't know what that means. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess contact your high school if you have any questions. But that came from the superintendent. Man. I get it, and I would be the same way, but parents are are exploding on this page. What are they saying? Why, with the way things have been going on this year uh, alone concerning school shootings, why are we still being reactive instead of proactive? What about next year and the years to follow? It's obviously this is a problem. A solution was needed last year. Looks like I'm homeschooling my kids from now on. Never going to send them back there, ever. Well, they're, they're trying to be proactive and mm-hmm. canceling school. Here's an idea. Come up with us some solutions. If this threat is credible, I hope that the student has been taken into custody or my child will not be there tomorrow or well, the I'm following I'm sure they're doing days. what they, you know, what they, what they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like this is, I, it's not like they just went. Listen, I understand with, with what's gone on this year. Uh, listen, I get it too. And like, that's what I said. I, I mean, it, oh, Belleville East and West are okay. the, the schools. So it's, it's the district, Belleville East and West to me. Uh, the way I look at it is like, yes, I completely get it, but th- they're taking the action. They closed the school. If, if if they wouldn't have closed the school and then they find out about this, or you as a parent find out about this threat, you'd be furious. So they're, they are being proactive. Yeah, listen, I'm sure more details will come out. This is just happening now, so. Yeah, and you can't you can't be proactive on somebody just making a threat. I can make a threat just, anytime I want to. Just know? happening now. So if we get more info, we'll we'll, we'll let you know. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. It's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. Uh, R. Kelly has uh, been through the ringer a bit uh, recently. His accusations of having a, a sex cult in his house yes. and, and training underage females uh, and, and uh, to be his sex sex slaves, um, torturing them, keeping them from leaving, psychological torture, that sort of stuff. So, of course, it makes a lot of sense to go on Facebook Live, do a video uh, that surfaced yesterday, by the way, bragging that he cannot be taken down because it's just too late. Oh, okay. So, a million motherfuckers, a 40 billion motherfuckers. Loving me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm handcuffed by my destiny. It's too late. They should have did this 30 years ago. It's too late. The music has been injected into the world. Okay? I have a basketball mentality. You understand? As long as I got the ball, the world is on defense. So he's already won because his music is out. Right. Now, there's a couple of different ways we can go with this. First of all, I'm sure you heard the the glasses clinking. Yes. Everybody had uh, had uh, some sort of beverage, some sort of spirit, some sort of drink, and they all had cigars, and it was just a bunch of hangers on. I mean, it was just, yeah, man, whatever you say, keep feeding me drinks. Did I hear an amen? Yes. Yes, you did hear an amen. I said, do you think he has too many yes people in his life? Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, way I get, too many. I do get what he's saying, though. I mean, I, I understand. I mean, he's saying it in the completely wrong way. Right. But what he's saying is, is that his music has been around forever. Tell me that you're not going to be able. If somebody says, "Let me get a," you're going to go beep beep. Let me get Let a get doot, a doot. Yeah, I mean that's what he's that's what he's saying. He's being an idiot about it, but I mean that's what he's saying. Like his music's yeah, already it's out there. Not, it's not looking good. You bragging? No, 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 on, not at on all. Facebook. But but what I'm saying is his With point such is crazy accusation. His point is is if people wanted to take him down, they should have done it before bump and grind. To where if you hear my mom's telling me else, and you're like what, you know exactly what that is now because th- th- that song was huge. Now listen, there's no doubt he's famous. And there's gonna be there's gonna be no doubt that he's a creepster. Yeah, right. and in no way, shape, or form should he have ever gone online, posted this video of people celebrating the fact that he's like, my legacy lives on. You know, it's funny you say that because, and then there's this. Remember how I said Spotify said, hey, we're taking you off of you know some the music's playlists. still there, the, the playlists. Well, since they announced that, his streams have gone way up. Actually, have gone up. Believe it or not, so. people still go to Chris Brown concerts. Right, good point. Uh, jury has returned a verdict of not guilty in that case of that Doctor uh, Snellgrove, who was indicted in 2016, charged with 13 counts of writing prescriptions for that Three Doors Down guitarist Matt Roberts uh, that were not medically necessary and could have contributed to his death. And that's the thing; it's the could. Which I'll get to. Prosecutors allege that the doctor prescribed the drugs that killed Roberts, died in 2016, hotel near Milwaukee, where he was scheduled to perform at a charity concert. Cause of death was an overdose of fentanyl, hydrocodone, and alprazolam. Sure, I'm, uh, it, it's it's one of those three. It could be all three, but the problem is it could have because the attorney for the doctor showed text messages that showed Roberts had been dabbling in street drugs as well as the prescription medications. So, hey, it could have been the other ones. It could have been this one. So it's the whole could have thing. Prosecutors countered that the doctor had been prescribing meds to Roberts under Robert's name and a bunch of other aliases as well. He's still facing a wrongful death lawsuit from the estate. He was looking at 240 years in prison, $2.8 million in fines if convicted, but he is off at least for that. Jim Carrey, wow, last year, The Bad Batch. Remember that movie? No. Exactly. It grossed $181,000. What was the last good Jim Carrey movie? I guess maybe uh, Kick-Ass 2. He was in that. Ooh, that didn't do well. That. that did not yeah, do that well not from do well. a monetary standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the Dumb and Dumber movie, the new one? Did okay. Did okay? Yeah. yeah. The last really good Jim Carrey movie. Man on the Moon? When did 99, that come out? 2000? What else has he done? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, his, his latest... Oh, go ahead, Tones. A Christmas Carol. That CGI movie. I think that did pretty well. Yeah. His latest movie, Dark Crimes, which is a thriller, $4.5 million went directly to home video. $4.5 million to make it? Yeah, to make it. Went Not, straight to... Didn't dra- earn that. Right. And it had a 0% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Right to DVD, huh? You go to 1994, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I mean, anything after that, really, that was huge. Truman Show. Yeah, he did so after Ace Ventura. I mean, yeah, did, yeah he did, did a bunch. Okay, so the last ten years, I love you, Philip Morris. Didn't do anything. Two million dollars. I got one Mi- that I think would be that. That's on that list. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Mr. Popper's Penguin probably failed to make back the sixty-eight million dollars that it uh, that it took to make. Whoa. 
The Incredible Burt Wonderstone and Kick-Ass 2, both flops, $22 million, $29 million. Dumb and Dumber 2 did okay, as you said, $86 million. What happened? Is it the Emma Stone thing? I don't think it's the Emma Stone thing as much as I think it's he's gone a little bit political, a lot political. Also, he did that funnier Die video of Charlton Heston making, making fun of Charlton Heston, who, by the way, I think had died five years prior to that. How much did Popper's Penguins make? Or what did it cost to uh, to Failed make that? to make back is $68 million. $187.3 million box office. Hmm. Is that a success then, I guess? That's I worldwide, w- too. Uh, I but know. I would say yes. I mean, over $100 million? How much did it make domestically? I don't know they made that domestically. That's probably worldwide. Yeah. So probably. So basically, all that it's saying is this guy cannot open a movie anymore unless you want it to go straight to DVD. Wow. And I th- a lot of it is he's kind of gone, I don't want to say crazy, but he's kind of gone artsy, kind of weird, kind of anti-Hollywood. There's been a couple of video, a couple of things where he was on video at like movie premieres just saying things don't matter, things aren't just real. Just wacky. And then, the, and then the, the paintings recently of all the, you know, the political stuff yeah. that just, man, it can shoot your career. It really can. He, uh... He's in that documentary about the making of Man on the Moon. Did you watch that, Scott? Yes, I did. It's good, isn't I it? Was just, yeah, I was just going to bring that up. I bet that is actually considered a success, even though it's streamed on Netflix. That is it called Andy and Me or something? Me and something Andy? Something like that, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I've seen uh, probably three quarters of it, and I thought it's it was good. fantastic, but I really liked the movie. How he really got into character as uh, Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah. Jim and Andy. Jim and Andy, that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, it is pretty obvious that the reason President Trump is constantly attacking the media and crying fake news is to discredit them. This is one side, one view of it. He's never actually admitted it publicly. And uh, Leslie Stahl, who, by the way, is still alive, from 60 Minutes, she told an interesting story at a journalism awards dinner. This happened on Monday night. She got the first post-election interview with Trump back in 2016, and he said some startling things, according to Leslie Stahl. Before the interview, I met with him in Trump Tower. And he really is the same off camera that he is on camera, exactly the same. And at one point he started to attack the press. And it's just me and my boss and him. And he's attacking the press. And there were no cameras, there was nothing going on. And I said, you know, that is getting tired. Why are you doing this? And he said, you know why I do it? I do it to discredit you all and demean you all so when you write negative stories about me, no one will believe you. My favorite thing about that soundbite is that my memory of my father-in-law back in the day when we would watch 60 Minutes together, every time Leslie Stahl came on camera, he would say one more one more face look, lift and she would have a goatee. <laughs> I almost ran over Andy Rooney once. True story. <laughs> You, you he was crossing eye. against the light, and uh, thank God his eyebrows stopped the car. Oh, boy. The bro- That's incredible. <laughs> the uh, broadcast TV season is coming to a close this week. CBS was the most watched network in total viewers. Tenth year in a row, 15 out of the last 16. Uh, it is getting a little closer this year. CBS averaged 9 million viewers. That was down 7%. NBC second, 8.9 viewers. Uh, big big boost, obviously, from Super Bowl this year and uh, the Winter Olympics. Their audience was up 10%. ABC, distant third, 6.1 million. Fox, 4.9. But Fox, man, they were down uh, big time. 
as far as percentage of people watching them. The CW 1.7 million. Again, both Fox and CW so down Fox, big time. Fox was down big time. Yeah, yeah. And did, well, I guess they lost the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some shows came to an end, kind of like series mm-hmm. finales or something. They I'm didn't not cancel really sure. like 80 shows this What's year. What's the big Fox Amer- show? American, American Idol. Idol's not uh, on there bounced. anymore. So the the ten most watched shows overall this year and their average audience for the season number one Big Bang Theory Big Bang Theory on CBS eighteen point six million and although then, go, go ahead uh, number two is uh, probably one of the NCIS shows it starts with an N second letters an F third letters the L NFL Sunday Night Football eighteen point three million that's on on NBC then the reboot of or the revival of Roseanne. Number three, wow. ABC 17.8, and then This Is Us, NCIS is at number five. Young Sheldon, number six, The Good Doctor, Bull, NFL Thursday Night Football on CBS, and then also NFL Thursday Night Football on NBC. My so that's wi- your top ten. My wife was upset last night that Roseanne was over. Upset. The season? Yeah. That show is It'll be back. incredible. It'll be back. I'm, I'm still yet to watch the uh, after the first day. It is Fantastic! I watched the first two episodes they aired, and I liked it a lot. Yeah, so yeah, you did. Uh, Show Dogs, the movie Show Dogs. We got an email about this a couple of days ago about a, a concerned mom saying, hey, I took my kids to this, and maybe it's not a kid's movie. I think overall it may be a kid's movie, although I don't know much about it. I thought it's marketed uh, the, to kids. I heard it was terrible. Right, but there's a, there's one scene that uh, people are questioning whether or not the scene should be in a kid's movie. Agree. I, I read this, and I am on the side of the this? concerned parent. What is it, Jeff? It's about a police dog named Max, voiced by Ludacris. Who goes undercover at a dog show to help locate a stolen baby panda? So part of the participation in a dog show is having your genitals inspected. The dog's not the owner. I yeah. found that out the wrong way. <laughs> so Max, I'm here for the inspection. <laughs> do you have a dog? No. Why would I? <laughs> so Max, the dog doesn't want anybody inspecting his genitals, even when his human partner, played by Will Arnett, tries to get him used to the idea. But Max says, no, thank you. I don't want to do this. So another dog tells him to go to his Zen place and just let it happen. When the moment of truth arrives, Max allows his privates to be touched while imagining a place full of flowers and fireworks where he's happily dancing and flying through the sky. So the controversy is National Center on Sexual Exploitation says the wrong this message. normalizes unwanted genital contact. Children's movies should and be held to a higher standard and that, must teach children bodily ought. If that was a joke a 10 years ago, nobody would have batted an eye. But nope. In the current climate... Yeah. In the Same current way. climate, that's something that's going to be a, a flag for people. Well, and they want, you know, this this organization wants the movie recut to remove the entire subplot. Producers said, uh, haven't said whether or not they're going to do it. They did um, they did put out a statement saying, we are saddened and, apo- and apologize to any parent who feels the scene sends a message other than a comedic moment in the film with no hidden meaning, but respect their right to react to any piece of content. So in other words, we ain't changing it. Get over yourself. And finally, everyone's got one food that they simply can't eat. What can you not eat? Mine, I cannot get anchovies in my face. I cannot do mushrooms. Patrico doesn't like cockroaches. Every time he's been at the house, I'm like, Uh what are we having? Or what do we have? I say cockroaches. He's like, get out of here. So what is something you can't eat? Uh, I mean, I don't like mushrooms. Mushrooms, yeah. But you can eat them. But you can eat them. So stop. I can eat them. I I don't think there's anything. Well, any kind of uh, weird organ meat. Mm. 
stomach. My mom used to make tripe every once oh, in a while. Oh, yeah, no. Like the cow stomach. Mm-hmm. Nah. What about brown? Or, yeah, brown Schweiger. You guys? I don't think I've had that. Fantastic! Ever. I think it's so good. What do you do? So what do you do with it? I use. I usually put it on a bagel with a piece of uh, American cheese and mayo. I don't oh, like see, bologna. I do. I do Swiss, but yeah, man. Oh, I don't like bologna. Uh, Tom Brady is not down with strawberries. Jimmy Fallon doesn't like the mayonnaise. Michelle Obama beets. No, thank you. Truffle oil. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, really? it's, it's like a, a truffle. You know, truffles like a like exotic mushroom. Uh huh. It's delicious. Okay. Well, Martha Stewart would disagree with you, Scott. Oh, Gordon Ramsay doesn't up. like pineapple pizza, as we know. Uh, Chrissy Teigen cannot brave the Nutella. Okay. Chloe Kardashian the the pork. Brussels sprouts are not on Kelly Clarkson's menu, and Queen Elizabeth doesn't like the garlic. Remember, uh, way back when George H. W. Bush, when he was president, said he didn't like broccoli. And people were up, and I think the broccoli industry was up in arms, <laughs> sending the wrong message like or something. Like, man, a little steamed broccoli with some melted butter and a little yeah, sea salt. Like, uh, damn! I mean, whenever broccoli. I go, to, whenever I go to Longhorn, I get excited because I get to eat their broccoli. It's so damn good. <laughs> you don't make broccoli at home? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's I, talked about it before. Yeah. yeah. Just because I say I like Longhorn doesn't mean that <laughs> I like Longhorn's broccoli. You don't make broccoli at home. <laughs> Your crabby birthdays, Ryan Coogler, he's the director of Black Panther and Creed, he's 32. Jewel, the singer, is 44. Ken Jennings, he's the guy that won 74 straight episodes of Jeopardy. He earned more than $3 million. He is 44. H. John Benjamin, you know who that is? Yeah, that's the Bob's Burgers guy. And the voice of Archer. Uh, he is 52. Drew Carey is 60. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was a boxing legend from the 80s. And legit, he loved his nickname Marvelous so much that he legally had it added to his name. Marvelous Marvin Hagler is 64 years young. Dude, he used to get into some epic battles. Mm-hmm. Ooh. He Today. had some great battles with the Sugar Ray Leonard. Yep, yeah, that's when he retired. But else too. When, when he lost the belt because of the split decision. Oh my gosh, like, I'm out. That was back in the day where people would just stand knee to knee and just throw just pound, haymakers, just pound oh. on each other. Yeah, they would just pound each other out. Mm. And then the fight would start. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Addie Juniper. Today's birthday girls had more people on top of her than a stage during a college graduation in 65 fine films, including... The, I mean, this this chick's titles, by the way, are some of the best that we've had in a while. An intruder broke into my house and tied me up. One large booty shake. It's so much fun to hurt. Also, in Mom's Teaching Daughters, Look Out for the Sea Monster... You better take that little blue pill. <laughs> or else. And who could forget her unforgettable role in Youch? That hurts. Thank you so much. It's so okay. funny when the movie titles, you're not sure if they're a title or just something she said in her yep. everyday life. That's it. Addie Juniper, 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities. So somebody got video of uh, two lynxes. I, I actually think it's lynx. So the plural of lynx is technically lynx. And a lynx is like, uh, it look, does it look like a fox? I'd say that. Right somebody, somebody in the chat room said, a couple people in the chat room actually said bobcat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But okay. yeah. Yeah, bobcat. That's a way to put it. So somebody got video of uh, two lynx in Canada getting into each other's faces and howling. Both trying to make each other back down. And it sounds hilarious. <laughs> them i thought that was audio from chris katana's in here <laughs> no that's that's them 
Don't they sound like the screaming goats? Hey, wish they'd use their words. Yeah. Can you imagine? The one got really upset right there. Camping out in the woods and hearing that way off in the distance. Oh my god! And then also, I hope they finish with a. After all that. Yeah, they are Canadian. Yes, thanks, Scott. Yeah, remember the screaming goats? Oh, that's so wimpy. Come on, give it all you got. Go! (laughs) (laughs) These are are the screaming goats. So what do you get when you have the lynx and the goats together? Who runs into this? <laughs> All right, now let's throw some people in there screaming. Okay. So now we got the goats, we got the lynx, and we got people. All right, now, how about just a (laughs) free-for-all? To, to some gunplay. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> that got out of hand, guys. Yeah. Wow. It was my last family reunion, I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when it was just the Lynx and the Goats, it sounded like an elderly boy band trying to come back. <laughs> this is my favorite. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. So shame on me now. me to places and never been. We all remember this classic.
sorry. All right, time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. All right, this, in all seriousness, this is horrible. Uh, Ellisville Police Department said that a dozen dogs, I think 13 altogether, so 13 dogs, were left trapped inside of a hot car for hours. First off, does it go into why there were 13 dogs in a car? No. That's what I want to know. One of the dogs wound up dying. And police got a call from some employees at the Post-Dispatch Distribution Center at the Westwood Business Park. They found the dogs inside the car. Employees quickly got the dogs out and poured water on them to cool them all down. And the dogs are young, too, three to six months old, with one being older. Two dogs were in such bad shape, they had to go to the vet immediately. And one of those dogs, a male, had a core temperature of 107 degrees. Monsters. Normal for a dog is 101 to 102. The other dog recovered quickly. The male dog wound up dying. And all these surviving dogs were taken to the St. Louis County Animal Control Four of the dogs were suffering from heat stress and heat stroke, and all were demonstrating a little bit of brain damage. And Ellsville police identified a man and a woman as the suspects. The uh, the woman, I guess, owned the car. And they're looking at some serious charges. 13 counts of animal abuse. I don't have any names. I don't have any reasons. I don't know why the car was there. I don't know why the dogs were in the car. I don't know. I was I was wondering like, first off, what kind of does it say what kind of car? Did it say what kind of car? No, yes. I you know I'm thinking the same thing as you. Maybe it's some sort of somebody who's transporting them, and it's some sort of you know vehicle for that. I don't know. Big, big big dogs, small dogs. I mean, they were puppies, three to six months old. Yeah, I mean, but still, I mean, a, a six month old lab is different from a six month old Pomeranian. Don't, don't you know much, what I mean? I don't have much detail. I know, and, and, and it's crazy, but regardless, it doesn't matter. Because this is ridiculous. Yeah, whoever whoever did it is in big trouble. And they said hours, right? Hours. 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 Oh, just monsters. Uh, for the third time this year, thieves stole bags of clothes from a donation bin for the Peace for Peace resale shop. That's in House Springs. The, uh, the latest theft was on Friday, Friday night around 7. And the store is on the property of Faith Community Church on uh, Scottsdale. Back in February, somebody in a pickup stole 10 bags of clothes. And just so you know, there, there's video of this most recent one. Money from the sale of those clothes, they used to buy toys for needy kids at Christmas. Right. And buy clothes and supplies for kids going back to school. So, good job. Yeah. God. Uh, police are looking for the three people who broke into the Triple Threat Armory gun store in Afton, Around five in the morning on Tuesday. Is this this place has been hit before? Correct. Uh, yes, I believe. Remember, there was that string like within like a matter of three weeks. That, like- yeah, it was uh, Razorback Armory in Tapir, on Target in Valley Park, Modern Weapon Systems in High Ridge, and Southern Armory in Crestwood. Yes, yeah, six stores recently hit. I mean, within the past year. So cops think they took gun magazines and empty gun boxes. If you have any info, call the county police. But because of the recent string of break-ins at uh, gun stores, 
owners have been putting stuff away. Mm-hmm. I mean, not keeping stuff out in cases anymore. So on Monday, we talked about the disappearance of 62-year-old Barbara Johnson from Maplewood. And police are now calling the whole thing suspicious, the whole case. Barbara was last seen around 3 in the afternoon a week ago. Her bank accounts have been drained. Her rent hasn't been paid. And I guess Maplewood police say she was spotted on street cameras near the intersection of Manchester and Laclede Station Road last Tuesday. And the nonprofit group, St. Louis Search and Rescue, said they will begin a recovery mission for her body today. She's four foot ten, weighs eighty-five pounds, last seen wearing a black hat, black blouse, black pants. Anyone with info is asked to call the Maplewood PD. Uh, that's uh, that is very strange. Yeah, remember her her, the, her purse was found with medication inside. Yeah, the the bank bank account being drained is yeah, very sketch. Uh, here's another update for you. Uh, former Hazelwood uh, police dispatcher. For, I'm sorry. Former Hazelwood police dispatcher. April Briscuso. She entered a blind plea on Monday for felony stealing, which means a judge will determine her sentence without any recommendation from prosecutors. She's the woman who organized a bunch of fundraisers for former police officer Craig Tudor who was paralyzed in a car crash while responding to a call. Uh, April stole at least 9500 bucks, raised for Officer Tudor. And she was busted when the officer and his wife told investigators, hey, we hadn't seen any of this money that was raised during a bunch of events. There were all these fundraisers. They didn't see a dime. So April will be sentenced in July. And this April one was was the one that was organizing everything. Another update. Remember the serial huffer? Oh, yeah. He's been officially charged with something. County police charged 47-year-old Jason Haney with DWI after cops found him passed out behind the wheel back in, in February near Gravoy and Weber in South County. And he was found with a bunch of cans of like the dust-off computer spray inhalants. And a blood test he agreed to take tested positive for intoxicating substances. He had been arrested at least 18 times since the beginning of this year for huffing or getting high on compressed air. Wow. And he was never formally charged with anything because there are no laws against huffing in Missouri. I, uh... I just saw the uh, photo of the dogs mm-hmm. in the car. They're yeah, big, they're big dogs. Oh, big dogs, huh? I mean, look. I mean, these are these are puppies, but look at the size of them. I mean, they're and you yeah. notice it is as we were kind of speculating, Tone. There's, it's not like it's some sort of truck for it. It looks like it's some sort of Honda, maybe a Ridgeline. Just maybe, stuffed uh, in there, the dogs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and yeah, the, like, the inside of the vehicle is a mess too. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it, this is this is somebody that I mean, it's just there's just crap everywhere. And you could tell the dogs, it's not like the dogs are like healthy and all good. And then they were put in the car and this happened. Were These not dogs are of. not taken care of at all. Well, what's the, what are the, what are the owner, owners of the car say? I, it just, we have no it, name. It, it really no. doesn't say. No ages, there's nothing. No, there's nothing really released. A boil order has been issued for part of East Carondelet, Illinois, because of a water main break, which is happening a lot, huh? We're hearing a lot of these water main breaks. Yeah. Uh, the Prairie DuPont Public Water District says the boil order applies to Oklahoma Hill Road, 
Davis Street Ferry Road, and Fish Lakes Lane. And they have not said how long the boil order will be in effect. Uh, 28-year-old Ashley Boyd, she is from Marthasville, has been accused of damaging an ex-boyfriend's home in Franklin County back on May 3rd. Check out this psycho. Allegedly. There you go. Now, the ex says that he came home to find Ashley walking towards her car from behind his house. And he said that she was trying to hide a crowbar behind her back. And he tried blocking her in with his car until cops got there, but she wound up wound up driving through his yard. And the ex-boyfriend found a back window of his house busted out, damaged to a safe that was inside. There were also bullet holes in the bathroom that were believed to have been caused by Ashley firing the ex-boyfriend's handgun. The gun was found in the house, but out of place. And she was arrested last Thursday, charged with burglary and property damage. Yikes. Mm-mm-mm. Now, remember, I love this. Remember I told you about the parents in New York State who took their 30-year-old son to court to get him thrown out of their house? Yeah, yeah. Well, got an update for you. This dude, by the way, is the worst. <laughs> This guy is the worst. <laughs> he looks so, like he's into Ramones, by the way. He looks like a bum. Yeah. So Mark and Christina Rotondo had been trying for months to get their son Michael to leave their house, where he's been living rent-free for eight years after moving back in when he lost his job. Now, the Rotondos say that Michael never contributed financially, never did any chores, nothing was a bum, literally squatting there. Even though even though he's their son. Right. Never made any effort to get a job, nothing. They also, the parents also said that he accepted the 1100 bucks they gave him to find a place of his own. But he ignored their request to get out. So the Rotondos had to take this case to court after months of being ignored. Why, Michael? Because New York state law protects family members from eviction. So the 30-minute court hearing was described as surreal. Michael was argumentative, refused to address his parents directly, never denied they asked him to leave. And by the way, the judge asked the state's Adult Protective Services Agency to investigate the case further. And they're a, a social services program that investigates the abuse, neglect, or exploitation of older adults. So the judge ruled that Michael will have to get the hell out immediately. Michael says the ruling was outrageous and says he plans to appeal. Here's this loser in his own words. I'm not a burden to them in the home. They don't uh, provide laundry or food. I, I just wanted you know, a reasonable amount of time they don't provide laundry or food, but you live there, right. rent-free. Electricity, heat, This cool. is what I love. I'm not a burden to them in, in, in their home. They want you out. They want you out. Therefore, you are a burden. Look at where we are here. We're in court with your parents. Dude, you're a burden. They want you out. Loser. Get out. Laundry or food. I, I just wanted you know, a reasonable amount of time to vacate with consideration the fact that I was not really prepared to support myself at the time where I was served these notices. I don't see why the judge wants to throw people out on the street. Well, we just, we don't talk, we see how it feels this way. 
There's no, uh, there's been no instances of anything. Get out! I need time to prepare. You're 30! You've had eight years. Yes. Get out. Exactly, yes. You've had eight years. You've had eight years to get a job. <laughs> but I was going to prepare tomorrow. <sighs> there is no tomorrow. The judge wants you out. Man. Yeah, not paying a thing. It's not like mom does laundry for me. That's my mom doesn't do laundry for me. <laughs> I don't even have a curfew. The real perfect. question. The real question is: Is does he have his own entrance? Well, you still have to go through the front door. What is Ray Romano live? Is this <laughs> Ray Romano? It sounds like, doesn't it? I'm not a burden to them in the home. Tell me that's not dead on. I'm, that not, is, I'm not a burden to them oh in any way. They don't. Uh, they don't. Mom doesn't do my laundry. All I ask for is for mac and cheese. <laughs> I sent her to the store and said, "Get me one hot pocket." I have my own micro fridge upstairs. And uh, I go to Costco to buy a cup of noodles. And that's all I just sit there and eat. You bum. Get out. I have a little self esteem. Oh, there is none here. There's none. How do you bring a woman back to your parents' house? How does that happen? Well, you see, I changed the sheets. Well, I give her the three hundred dollars, and then, <laughs> then she comes up. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. <laughs> All right, uh, more news next, and then uh, sports and your headline. Who? All right, welcome back. Our phone number three one four nine six nine. Dude, three one four nine six nine three three three. Cameras in chat room one zero five seven thepoint dot com slash riz. Socials at r i z z show. Just an update on this. Uh, this Belleville High School story. And this is from Fox 2. A threat has closed Belleville East and West High Schools. It is reported that two teens were fighting over a female student Wednesday morning. One of the teens may have brought a gun on campus. He threatened to kill the other student. This is the last day of school in the district. There is a massive police presence at Belleville East High School. Many police vehicles and drones are deployed at the school. A temporary flight restriction is in place around the area. This is keeping uh, media helicopters at least two miles from campus. Police are using drones because the 18-year-old who made the threat is missing. They believe he has a gun and they're looking for him. Boy. The student who made the threat is not currently a student at the district. He is a former student at Belleville East and West High Schools. And a Facebook post from uh, Belleville Township High School District 201 says, and it's from the superintendent, we read this before, uh, this morning we received word from the Belleville police of a credible threat made by a student against another student. For the safety of our students and staff, we are canceling school today, Wednesday, May 23rd. Students and staff should remain off campus until further notice. We will provide further details as soon as additional information is available. Final exams will resume on Thursday, May 24th. So that's what we got. Two guys fighting over a chick. Man, oh man. One possibly with a gun so that, hey, you know, school's canceled. And that's the right move, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Err on the side of caution every time. Speaking of dumb teenagers, on September 2nd, 2017, a 15-year-old boy tossed some fireworks into the woods, igniting a massive wildfire which burned more than 48,000 acres 
in Oregon. On Monday, an Oregon judge ordered the boy to pay $36.6 million in restitution to various victims, companies, and government agencies. A uh, ruling the kid's attorney says violates constitutional protections against cruel and unusual punishment. And CNN says that uh, if the teen cannot pay the millions in full, which I don't think he can, (laughs) the court has said he could establish a pay schedule through the Hood River Juvenile Department. A pay schedule? Yikes. I'll pay this off in installments. What's the minimum? 50 a month. So I'll pay this off in, uh, what, 4,000 years? (laughs) Well, I'm sure there's some sort of balloon payment down the road. Catch him up. Now you say, oh, uh, what about the parents? Are they liable for this? Like, so the kid can't pay $36.6 billion. What about the parents? The parents are not liable. The parents are not liable for the fee. The teenager, we don't know his name because he's a minor, must also serve five years probation and uh, perform a little over 1,900 hours of community service. Here is a uh, judicial spokesperson talking about this i mean this is uh it's pretty nuts the goal in this is not to get every last dollar that this youth makes or ever will make it's to provide a structure so victims are are acknowledged in their loss and that the the payments are made in a way that the youth has the ability to do that and also to reform him and also deter any future criminal conduct. To do that? To pay $36.6 million eventually? I don't think that's going to happen. I I think it's more the spirit of it is what he's saying. A 15-year-old, you could say, you got to pay $30,000, and I think they're going to get the same reaction if you say $36 million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to go, i got to pay what? I mean, it's basically a... uh, we know he did wrong. Yeah, kind of a symbolic art. Yeah, you got to pay symbolic. this per month. Well, here's a guy I want to party with. 30-year-old fellow from England was uh, caught by police wearing a woman's bra over a shirt and carrying a bag of potatoes as he entered a motel. That doesn't sound like a guy I want to party with. But come on, man. <laughs> Officer searched his room, found a bunch of drugs, including ecstasy. Now, this guy and his uh, two buddies had decided to go on a one-night binge, which ended up lasting five days. Good to get an update on Andy Dick. Now, why the potatoes? Jeff, why the potatoes? Uh, because he's in England. He was filling up the bathtub with potatoes. That's what I was going to say. Uh. <laughs> Quote, it felt like the right thing to do at the time. <laughs> I think he wasn't just carrying a bunch of drugs with him. He t- Well, he told police he'd bought a bunch of weird drugs on the dark web. So as a reaction, I guess he didn't. He wasn't expecting. So you just buy a bunch of weird drugs at the dark web and just start taking Just them. five days. Just five days of ecstasy and, and women's clothing and potatoes. I feel like, see what happens. I feel like a new challenge for King Scott. Buy random drugs on the dark web and see what happens. All right. <laughs> I might be gone days. a few days. Yes, I might be gone a while. Do you have potatoes I could borrow? Uh, a judge said that the man was, quote, remorseful and uh, an intelligent man who made a mistake. Yeah, Okay. So he'll be uh, he'll be going to drug rehab for a little bit. And uh, finally, we all but now Jeff is an Amazon Prime member, right? Yes, he is. Okay. Just got some shoes delivered the other day. We all order stuff from Amazon mm-hmm. in this room. Yep. 
Has anybody used their pretty liberal return policy for things? Never. Well, actually, uh, I don't want to say never once. I did return one thing, and it was awesome. Remember, do you remember why? Uh, yeah, it was a. I bought a DJ mixer, and I did not read, and it showed up, and it was the UK outlet plug. Okay. So it was it was your mistake? Correct. And all I had to do was literally send it back, and I sent it back, and it's actually funny that you say this because I sent it back, but I forgot to send, it came in a cover, mm-hmm. and I forgot to send the cover back, and they told me to keep it. I had no use yeah, for it. Yeah, we've used a return policy a couple times in my house, whether it be a broken item or the wrong item sent, or, you know, sometimes a, a, a user error. Yeah. Well, buyer's remorse. Not not buyer's remorse, but like clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, literally clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, Amazon has been quietly banning people. They claim are sending back too many items. So there was a former Amazon policy enforcement investigator, and she says that they're banning users who cause a quote lot of headaches. Because they have again, we they have a pretty liberal. 30-day return policy, mm-hmm. kind of a no-questions-asked thing. Yeah. So one woman says that she spends thousands of dollars a year with Amazon and never expected she'd be punished for sending a couple things back, especially when some stuff that was delivered was damaged, not what she ordered. And she says she wasn't even given a warning. Her account was permanently terminated because she reported a, quote, unusual number of issues with her orders. Now, an Amazon spokesman confirmed that, yeah, they banned people who abused the policy. They didn't say how many have been banned or what you have to do specifically to be banned. But former Amazon workers say they banned users who request too many refunds, return the wrong items, or violate terms of use by writing paid product reviews on the website. And then a computer algorithm flags questionable activity. And then accounts are reviewed by a human. And their return policy doesn't make the prohibition on regular returns clear. But Amazon's conditions say that they have, well, it's at their discretion to terminate accounts. So they so would do it at any for any reason, anytime. You think they just send you an email saying, hey, you don't get to do returns anymore? You don't get to buy anything from Amazon. Oh, anymore. you just don't even get to buy. Like you are there. We are through with you. Wow. So you'd have to like get in a get in a car and go to a store. Ooh. Or get a new email. Address. Or get, or get <laughs> somebody else to buy the crap. Address. But beware. If you're sending back too many things, they're watching. Yeah. They're always watching. Bezos. We got Alexa in here. She's watching. Oh yeah. Alexa. Uh, she's not plugged in. Alexa. She's dead, dude. Somebody unplugged her? Oh, oh my. dead. And that's your news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. Patrico's got your sports here in a second. But I thought this was pretty big news. Like it or not, the NFL wants players to stop kneeling for the national anthem. I know they want the problem just to go away or that the protest to just go away. As far as PR goes, yeah, viewership is down. People going to games down. But it remains to be seen whether they'll actually do anything about the uh, the anthem protests. So NFL owners 
talked about it at a meeting yesterday, and Sports Illustrated says one idea they talked about was this. The home team would decide whether the teams even come out for the anthem. And if they do, any players that kneel would earn a 15-yard penalty for their team on the first possession. That's being battered around. Other possibilities include allowing each team to implement its own policy. Clearing the field of all football personnel while the anthem played. Instructing players who don't want to stand to remain in the locker room. They talked about slapping fines on players who don't stand. Adding language and contracts to force them to stand. Or just leave the leaving the current policy in place. Now the league's current policy is that players, quote-unquote, should stand. But they aren't required to do so. And by the way, the owners did approve some uh, some changes to kickoffs next season in an effort to make them safer. And mostly, mostly minor things, like eliminating the running starts for kickoff coverage teams. I think they got rid of the, the wedge, too, didn't they? Or, or either... Got rid of the amount of people you can use for a wedge, or completely. I didn't. I didn't to, read too much on that. I, yeah. I was more interested in the anthem stuff, and I'm thinking, like, what? What is the solution to this? I, you know what? The best thing that I heard you say was let teams make their own policies. How about this? Don't air the anthem on TV. Well, they're still that they stopped doing that last year. They stopped showing the anthem. Fox and CBS stopped showing the anthem. Hmm. They never showed it except for playoff games. Oh, is that true? I thought they regular were still season, showing the anthem. Regular season, they stopped. Why do you think they but went back to it for the playoffs? Just because it's more it's of the a, ceremony? It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, because instead of, you know, Tim Smith, it was Kelly Clarkson. I thought they just weren't showing the players. Oh, no. I thought they were not showing the anthem. I looked that up because I, I thought they just weren't showing the players anymore. They just zoom in on one guy standing. They could do the best of. And this way, listen, if you don't show the anthem on TV, the players can do whatever they want, and it won't be shoved in everybody's faces who's watching the game. Yeah, but it's 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 the crowd, too. I, I think that they should do, kind of like what Jeff said, but I think the home team, it's the home team's decision. So if you come to play in San Francisco, then the San Francisco 49ers say, you got to be on the field and stand for the anthem. That's the rule. If you go to Dallas and Dallas goes, if you don't want to stand for the anthem, stay in a the locker room. Then go in the locker room. Well, I think the penalties are a weird, a weird way of doing it. Yeah, and I was reading strange. somebody. Somebody said this. So next we'll have a five yard penalty for not putting your hand on your heart. Well, and you're and if you think about it, you're penalizing the whole team for the actions of a handful of people too. Well, you also penalize the whole team if somebody's offsides. Yeah, true. Fox, uh, as of September 29th of last year, did not show the anthem. Mm. And CBS followed shortly thereafter. They went to so commercial. They went, most- they went to commercial. They did the pregame. Mm-hmm. They showed the warmups. They went to commercial. They came back, and it was kickoff. I think the easiest solution, honestly, is play the national anthem, whatever, with the teams in the locker room, and then it's home of the brave, yay, and they come running out of the the tunnel. What ten yard penalty for not looking at the flag? And then maybe 15 minutes of replay so the refs can determine if there was any flagrant kneeling that would result in a suspension. I think I think it's I think it's ridiculous. Uh, they, oh, look, Ed Hockley's under the hood. Damn. Think about how many in the NHL. Think about how many Canadian athletes are quote unquote or for, foreign athletes, not you know people that weren't born in America, are forced quote unquote forced to stand there while the anthem plays. What's the rule in the NHL? You, if you are a starter, you stand on the blue line. 
and you are not you are not supposed to skate away until the flags, if they have the flags, are off the ice. Hmm. I don't know. Guess we shall see. We shall see what the owners do. But that was the big talk yesterday, as far as the uh, the meetings go. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. The other big rule from those NFL meetings uh, the is uh, helmet hits. And players will be ejected if they are accused of leading with the helmet now. Hmm. Before it was a 15-yard penalty. And it was a um, more than likely a fine or some sort of suspension. Now, immediate ejection. See ya. If you are forced, if you are leading with your helmet. Uh, the Cardinals stole one run last night, literally, but it just wasn't enough. Jose Martinez stole home for the sole run for the Cardinals, but the Royals scored five. Two teams wrap up their series with the rubber match this afternoon with a little bit of. Day baseball. Oh, the day okay. baseball today. All right. First pitch. Day baseball. Yeah, first pitch together for 12-15. Michael Walker gets a start. So Brett Favre, arguably, arguably his best between 95 and 98. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the prime for Brett Favre. Well, it was when he was personally at his worst. He just had this interview with Sports Illustrated. He said he went to rehab three different times during the mid-90s for drug and alcohol addictions. The first time was in 93, 94, somewhere around there, and that was for Vicodin. Was that? I mean, that wasn't publicized at all. Nope. Second time, also for pills in 1995. Oh, amazing, without social media. Yep. And that's the year when he won his first MVP, and he was in there for pills. He said, quote, that was an MVP year for me, but that year when I woke up in the morning, my first thought was, got to get me more pills. Most valuable Percocet. Mm. Yep. He was also binge drinking. He wouldn't admit to having a drinking problem at that time, so maybe it's not surprising that he went back to rehab back in 1998 for alcohol this time. When he got out, he started realizing how alcohol was ingrained in his life, and he realized the only reason he played golf was to drink. Didn't even golf because wow. he liked golfing. Liked golfing so he could it's drink. Amazing in the in a world without social media, without cameras everywhere, without TMZ, without moles in every rehab center. Yep. Yeah. He he said you could get away with it. He said that he would show up to like golf with his buddies, and it wasn't a I wonder how I'll shoot today or. Hope I hit him straight. It was, how many beers can I drink in 18 holes? Uh, just a quick update. The uh, the former student from Belleville is now in custody. Oh, good. The one that was on the on the run with the, uh, with the possible firearm, now in custody. Uh, NBA playoffs last night. The Houston Rockets beat the Warriors. That series tied up at two games apiece. Tonight, game five between the Celtics and Cavs. That series is tied up at two games. Uh, the NHL playoffs continue tonight. We'll finally have our answer as to who will be playing the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, the Capitals and Lightning are tied up at three games apiece. Game seven tonight in Tampa. Remember earlier this year, we talked about how the L.A. Chargers and Antonio Gates, uh, Antonio Gates didn't want to retire, but for the first time in his career, he'd have to sign somewhere else because the Chargers said, we're moving on from you. Well, just hang tight. Because the Chargers offense suffered a huge blow yesterday. Tight end Hunter Henry tore his ACL, done for the year. Oh. So now guess who they're calling? Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. Uh, return could be in store. He's 37 years old. They could consider re-signing him. Uh, they reached out, or not they, reporters reached out to Gates yesterday, and Gates joked and said, we'll see. I don't know if I'm into it. So we'll see. <laughs> Playing hard to get, huh? <laughs> so you would think being a starter versus being a backup, you would always go with being a starter in the NFL, correct? I mean, if I were to say to you, Riz, hey, you could be a starter in the NFL, or you could be a backup, you make the decision. Of course I'd be a starter. Not according to Nick Foles. 
He got offered a job with the Cleveland Browns as their starting quarterback, and he said, nope, I'm cool with being a backup in Philadelphia. With the Browns, yes. I totally understood. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, uh, yeah, the Browns went ahead and signed Baker Mayfield, but they had full intentions of basically giving everything they wanted to Nick Foles, and he said, "I'm good, thanks." I'm, uh, I'm sure if it was another team, yeah, maybe not Cleveland, yeah, maybe, that is maybe where, a different story. That's where gotta, careers go to die for yeah. sure. Uh, two quick stories here. This is hilarious. Garrett Cole's only major miscue yesterday uh, against the Giants came on a pitch to Brandon Crawford that will give Brandon some bragging rights for years to come. Why does this even matter? Well, the two are brothers-in-law. Crawford's sister Amy is married to Cole. But even though Crawford homered, Cole struck out eight over six innings, lead the Astros to an 11-2 win. But I thought that was hilarious. Hit a home run off his brother-in-law. And finally, on Monday, USA soccer legend Brandy Chastain. She was inducted into the California Sports Hall of Fame. And the plaque had her name on it, and it was beautiful, and it was shiny, oh, yeah. and it looks like Babe Ruth. I mean, it is oh, yeah, they got a, a likeness of her face looks nothing. It like, it's hideous. It looks like Mimi from the Drew Carey show meets Babe yeah, Ruth meets it? John Goodman. Oh, my oh, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, my, it's hideous. There's no way as an artist who got to that point in their career to be commissioned to do this would get done with that, look at it, and go, yep, turning this in. Here it is. <laughs> yep. Absolutely This ridiculous. is my finest it's work. Hideous. Oh. What do you think Brandy Chastain has to think about it? Here it is in her own words. It's not, it's not the most flattering, but it's nice. It's nice. It's that's nice. Very that's nice. Exactly it has a great personality. That's exactly what you say is something that's ugly as hell. It's uh, nice. It's real nice. Uh, you can see the photo of it up on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show headline. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS number 12901. All right, let's go to Ontario, Canada. And I'll start by asking this question to the uh, fellows in the room here. Have you ever had so much to drink, a friend had to tell you about all the stupid stuff you did the night before? Absolutely not. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never had that. Nope. Have you, Scott? Yeah. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. A lot. Uh, when I was when I was in college, a lot. Man. I've never had that. Yeah, it's it's called tour buses mm. and uh, that world. Well, a 43-year-old guy named Stephen Lawrence was uh, doing some heavy drinking with a friend and blacked out. And this happened back in 2015, but we're just hearing about it now. So uh, he texted a friend. He texted his buddy the next morning because he didn't remember how he even got home. And he said he hoped he wasn't a, quote, super a-hole last night. Well, unfortunately, he was. Because it turned out he'd attacked his friend for no reason and bit a huge chunk of his ear off. Apparently, he was getting really loud. The friend asked him to simmer down, so that's what prompted it. The friend put the ear on ice and went to the hospital where they sewed it back on, but then it fell off a couple weeks later. (laughs) So he ended up with a big chunk of his ear missing. Stephen was sentenced to nine months in jail last year for aggravated assault. And we're just hearing about it now because he appealed the decision. But a a three-judge panel just upheld it, so he's uh, SOL. He's out of luck. Hmm. So there you go. From Ontario, Canada, Stephen Lawrence goes full Tyson. Today's headline hooch. All right, so uh, up after the break, Scott, let's do a uh, little contest. We got some stuff to give away. We got tickets to go see Rob Zombie or Marilyn Manson. That's July 14th over at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, one of our big summer shows. In fact, we got a four pack of lawn tickets. We got tickets to go see Social Distortion June 28th over at Pops. And we have tickets to go see AWOL Nation. 
That's happening June 27th over at the pageant. Guys, the game we're going to play, something we haven't played in a while. It's called 3 and 5. Oh, yeah. And this is a great game. Scott, you know how this game works? Can you remind me? All right, let's, uh, let's do, a, do a practice round with Scott. Okay. Good luck, man. All right, so going to tell you to name something. Or he's going to give you, like, a name. I'll give you a perfect example here. Okay? Okay. Name three white rappers. Vanilla Ice, Eminem, and one more. You're out. You're out. You lose the game. You have to name three of whatever he tells you to name in five seconds. Okay? You get two out of three right, you'll win. Mm Mm-hmm. So everyone else will do much better than I just right. did. I would yeah. imagine most plants. It's an easy game. You have to name three of whatever he yeah. asks you to name in five seconds. Weird Al, he's a white rapper. That, that would have counted. I would. I would have accepted you have that? that. He does. He have songs where he raps. Yep. He does. Okay. Dang it. That's an easy. That one. was not within five seconds, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. five seconds. Five seconds. Yes. <laughs> not five minutes. All right. Welcome back. We got some uh, giveaways here. We got tickets to go see Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Saturday, July 14th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We got tickets for Social Distortion, June 28th over at Pops. And we got tickets to go see Eggball Nation, June 27th over at the Pageant. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh. All right, so the game we're playing is three in five. All right, should we do another practice round here? For sure, if you'd like. All right, so Patrika is going to ask you to name three things in five seconds, basically. They'll give you a category. you got to name the three things in five seconds. You get two out of three right, two out of three categories right. It's uh, your choice of tickets. So let's play with uh, Jeff over here. Okay. Jeff. Yes. Name three types of non-dark soda. A 7-Up, Sprite, and Fresco. Got it. Oof. Just in time. What do I win? Nothing. I'll have the... Oh. All right. 314-969. Dude, if you would like to play, let's go to Jeff and Fenton. Hello, Jeff. Hey, what's up? Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Jeff. All right. You know how to play? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. Your first category. All right. Name three famous bald people. Bald. Uh, Steve Harvey. Uh... Judge, nope. Judge, nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Come on, man. You got to get this. Here we go, Jeff. Your next category. Jeff, name three board games. Uh, Monopoly, Scrabble. Uh... No, Jeff, no. Uh, no. I'm sorry. As a kid, I never played. (laughs) You're probably screaming in your car right now. Oh, my God. It's so easy. Come on. Step up. Yeah, man. 314-969-DUDE. Let's go to Richard in St. Peter's. Hello, Richard. Morning, guys. All right, here we go. Three and five. Your first category. Name three people who wear uniforms. Oh, a police officer, military, and uh, air, uh, air flight Oh. No. Jeff, are we going to give it to him? No, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Not in time. All right, you got to get this next one right. Here we go. Got this. I'm confident. Name three words that rhyme with nose. Hose, goes, and um, goes. No, I, I think I, I think got it. What the hell was the I last word? Toes. Toes, yeah. He said toes. I got it. I yep. got you, Richard. All right, you get this one right, you win. 
right, you got to pay attention to this one and be very careful. Name three words that you can say on the radio that are nicknames for butt. Uh, booty, ass, and... Um... Oh, no. Damn it. Keister. Say Keister. Tushy. Trunk. Swing and a miss for Richard. Elizabeth in House Springs. Yes. All right, I'm very confident. Here we go, Elizabeth. Your first category. Name three titles of people in weddings. Uh, the wedding planner, the bride, and the groom. All right. Nice. nice. That is. That's it. Wedding planner. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, you get this next one right, you win. Name three love songs. Um, baby Come Back in the... Uh... Nope. Baby Come Back. Interesting, uh, interesting yeah. choice. Okay. <laughs> All right, next one right. You win, Elizabeth. Here we go. Name three presidents. Washington, Franklin, and Jefferson. I, I mean... Franklin? Franklin. Oh, that's a great point. She fooled me. Unless you're referring to Franklin Pierce. Franklin D. Roosevelt. I mean. He didn't say last name or first name. Uh, How you feeling today? Yeah, I mean, Gen- uh, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, I'm going to give I it to you, Elizabeth. Hey, the next time you I'm see Riz, give him a nickel, okay? I'm going to give it to you, Elizabeth. Awesome. Hang on. Before. All right, hang on a second. Boy, I'm being very, yeah. very liberal with the rules there. Certainly are. I mean, that is as... Franklin Roosevelt, Franklin Pierce. Go ahead. Name three presidents. Joe, John, Adam. Mm. I just covered everything. He didn't say last name, so it's fine. It's fine. Hey, 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 the point here is to give stuff away, right? We did. Scott Elizabeth won. You get her info. Put an asterisk next to her winning, though. All right, Brandon. You ready to play? Yeah. All right, here we go. Three and five. All right, name three flavors of Doritos. Uh, cool Ranch, Nacho, and... Um, no, the, the, damn the it. Blazing <laughs> no, no. Blazing Forget it. You got it wrong. <laughs> Next one. Name three programs on a computer. Um, Windows, Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel. All right. Okay, okay. Got it. Got it. I was going to say Pornhub. Would that be one or nope, not? Nope, that's a website. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Brandon, you get this right, you win. Okay. Name three animals that jump. Kangaroos, frogs, and dogs. Okay. All right. You win, Brandon. Well Congratulations. Done, awesome. All right. What do you want? Uh, Manson ticket. All right. Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie, Saturday, July 14th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Yeah. You get a four-pack of lawn tickets. Hang on one second. Get four lawn tickets for just 89 bucks plus fees. All right, let's get a one more contestant here. It's uh, Levi in Baldwin. Hello, Levi. Hey, Riz. Happy birthday. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Your first three and five category. Name three characters from Mortal Kombat. Uh, Scorpion, Venom, and uh, Blaze. Venom? Is there, and, and what do you say, Blaze? Yeah, Blaze. Is there a blaze? And I think there is. I think there is a venom. There is a venom. The one there, of the ninjas. There is a venom. I believe. Is there a venom? I believe that was reptile. Ah. Uh, who spit venom? Yeah, that's not. No. No. All right. Sorry. Sorry, Levi. All right. You got. You, listen. You got another chance here. Yeah. Right. Reptile spit venom at people. Mm, okay. Name three television dads. 
Uh, Jerry, you have uh, Bob. Yep. <laughs> you gotta give him credit for just throwing out dad names. Jerry, <laughs> Bob, and Arthur. Which that would have counted. That would have been correct, by the way. Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah. Arthur from King of Queens and Bob Bob Saget. I would have given it to him, but uh, Jerry Jerry who? Jerry. You know Jerry. Not you Jerry know, Seinfeld. You know Jerry from that one. You know show. Jerry Bear. Uh, do we have time for one more? Yeah, Patrico. Yeah. All right. One more. And that's it. Mike in St. Louis. Hello, Mike. What's going on, guys? Good oh. morning. Happy birthday. Thank you, Mike. Right, Here we go. On, buddy. Three and five. All right. Name three places that you could sleep. Uh, I have no okay. idea what he said. It sounded he was I'm assuming he was strangled. right. He could have said Jerry on the third I'm assuming he was now. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike, you get this right, you win. Here we go. All right. Name three cartoon dogs. Um... Scrappy Doo and uh, that Tweety Bird. Nope, that's it. Uh, I heard Scooby Doo, Scrappy Doo, and, and Tweety Bird. Tweety Dog. All right, last category. Here we go. All right, I'm talking not chains here. Name three local bars. Um, Zeb's Corner, uh, Fandango's, and Krieger. Right, I'm gonna give it to him. Yeah, why not? What? You said Krieger's. Yeah, Fandango's. Yeah, that's a bar. Yeah, that's a bar. Oh, is it? That's yeah. a bar, bro. I've bar. never been there. No idea. It's Donnie's house. Yeah, Don, I thought Donnie. he was just naming people from the Ridge Show, but he said Jeff's Corner, Fandango's. <laughs> he said Debbie's Corner, Patrico's house. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Patrico's Pub and Grill. Yeah. All right, Brandon, sure. what do you want? Uh, my name's Mike. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> I'm clicked uh, on Brandon. Uh, hey, hilarious, Steve. isn't it, guys? What do you need, Steve? Uh, uh, what do you want, Mike? I'll take uh, Rob Zombie, please. Uh, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. At the amphitheater on July the 14th. Hang on. Mike, M-I-K-E, if that is your real and, name. And, uh, and a new please. <laughs> your, your middle name is Brandon, isn't it? Uh, no, it's uh, actually John. All right, Brandon. Hang on. Fandango's is down the street from your old uh, two houses yes. ago. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. We're, we're done. Thank you. This is the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. Real stand-up guy with a lot of self-esteem, Kevin uh, Federline, uh, tried and failed to get more child support from Britney Spears. Remember when oh. that happened? Oh. Hey, failed. Man, she, she makes all this money, and I, I don't, and blah, blah, blah. You were well, married for how long? Two years? I think it was the, two, 04 that, to 07. I was going to say, that wasn't the marriage that lasted eight minutes, right? That was a different no, person. No, I remember was like his a name. childhood friend or something. His name was it? Jason Alexander. Oh, that's right. Well, Kevin Federline's lawyers certainly are not done just yet. They believe that he deserves, quote, at least three times the amount of child support that Britney currently pays him. Quote, it is their position that they don't have to turn over Britney's financial information, including tax returns, which is required under California Family Code. It's not California Celebrity Code Edition, so she has to comply, unquote. Why? Why does he want more money? Explain yourself. Kevin. Because she makes so much more money. I'll get there. He also said that they're open to settling out of court, shockingly enough. 
Uh, Federline, 40 years old. He makes approximately three grand a month as a DJ, which is reportedly less than 1% of what Britney Spears makes annually. Uh, They were married 04 to 07. They got all the kids together and everything. Now, he says in the documents that he, quote, is simply less of a name now than in the past, and he's less in demand than he was in 08. Yes. When the child support was determined. So why does he need more money? Uh, Because Britney makes so much more money But that doesn't make any sense. I guess it was settled as to... She, he gets a percentage, and now she's making so much more, his percentage should go up. For not doing anything? Correct. Hit, her percentage went up because she's continuing to work and being a viable Success. member, and he is not. He currently receives 20 grand a month in child support. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> so you're saying I they should want get that married. tripled. You should impregnate a famous woman. All righty. Judge Judy. She's wealthy. Ooh, careful. You better back off. You better. Hey, rows before judges. Two things. Scott, number one, she's off limits. Dang it. All right. Number two, Jerry Scheindlin, her husband, is on the phone. (laughs) And also, when you start doing the intercourse thing, you can't go straight to the Screaming Eagle. You got to go on the kiddie rides. You know what I'm saying? You you got to work your way up to Judge Judy. I don't think I'm gonna do anything with kitty rides. Yeah, well, not kitty rides. Maybe that was a bad example. Uh, Jocelyn and I don't. Is it Wildenstein? Wildenstein. Wildenstein. Look yeah. up Catwoman or Lion Woman of New York or Bride of Wildensteinstein. She's called this because a surgically created cat-like face on her. This woman, ladies and gentlemen, has filed for bankruptcy. And if you don't know who she is, listen to this. At one time, she spent at least a million dollars a month on a lifestyle that included Gulfstream jets and safaris and pet tigers. She's 77 years old now, and she has plenty of assets. She's got uh, three connected apartments on the 51st floor of Trump Tower or Trump World Tower. Those are worth $11.75 million. But she owes $4.6 million on the complex, which is in foreclosure because she owes $25,000 in property taxes. She has an 06 Bentley worth $35,000, but she owes $38,000 on it. She's been around for as long as I can remember. As a little kid, even. Even when she was just, just so, a, she was a kitten she woman was a back then. Yeah. Uh, she's like a socialite. Yes. And married, married, so, married into money. Some yeah. rich people and, you know. She got the uh, she got the cash, and uh, too much plastic surgery. She's gross. Talk about being upside down. She has a hundred thousand dollars in quote unquote belongings, but they're in a storage facility, and she owes the storage facility seven hundred thousand dollars. She owes two hundred seventy three thousand dollars to various law firms, a hundred seventy five thousand dollars to her contractor, one sixty five to the owner of a Beverly Hills rental property. She started off in 1999. She received an estimated $2.5 billion from her divorce from the art dealer that you're talking about who's now deceased. She also says that she does get $900 a month in Social Security. So she ran through everything. $2 billion. Wow. She says she is unemployed and she has to ask family and friends for for money. She was pretty before she done messed up her face. Before she went 
overboard with like, plastic surgery. Like at, this, at this point, is she a like I do this because I know it's obnoxious now? No. Or it's does she, she think she, she looks good? Got a mental problem. Yeah. Well, she has to because she looks like a hot disaster. Yeah. She uh, looks like a cat. She looks like she could be in the Broadway uh, musical Cats. Yeah. Without That's, wearing any makeup. Right. Uh, don't ask actor Anthony Hopkins if he's a, if he's a grandpa or not. It's not an age thing. It's a fact that he doesn't know or care. <laughs> In direct, complete opposition to every other stereotype Pop, about Pop, about, about grandparents in existence, he has zero interest in whether or not his grandchildren even exist. Quote, I don't have any idea. People break up, families split, and you know, get on with your life. He's talking about his estranged daughter, who he hasn't seen in Years and years and years and years, obviously. People make choices. I don't care one way or another. He and Ab, his daughter's name is Abigail. He and Abigail's mom uh, split up when she was a toddler. When well, to, he- to him, I'm sure it's if I do find out I have a grandkid, they're going to come after me for money. Sure. So we have when, no relationship. When told his response sounded cold, he said, and I quote, Well, it's cold because life is cold. <laughs> Ow. Don't you enjoy that just refreshingly honest answer? I mean, it's cold, though. Hey, you got any grandkids? I, mean, I, mean, I don't know or care. <laughs> Damn. Can you imagine being Anthony Hopkins, though? And you got people coming out of the woodwork asking for money all the time. He's got yeah. a lot of cash. Look up his net worth. Anthony Hopkins. Let's say 50 mil. I'm going to say he's worth 50 mil. 50 mil. I'm going to say 110. Oh, his name's not Anthony Shopkins, is it? Because that's what I I'm saying. sorry, well, Sir Anthony. I'll say 37 and a half mil. 37 and a half, 50 mil. 100, what'd you say, 150? 110. 160. Wow. That's what I said. Oops. Uh, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl, who was in Nirvana, obviously. We just uh, were talking about them and played a little song from uh, For Squirrels. It's about uh, uh, Kurt Cobain admitted in a new interview with uh, GQ that he still finds it very, very difficult to listen to the music of Nirvana. Obviously, that's where he got his first commercial success, ended with the suicide of Kurt Cobain in 94. And he says, quote, when Kurt died, every time the radio came on, it broke my heart. I don't put Nirvana records on. No. Although they are always on somewhere. If he gets in a car, goes into a store or whatever, it's on. Yeah, I'm sure he walks to his uh, his mailbox and picks up that residual check. Right. Oh, I guess they're still playing us, huh? Although he says he can remember when they recorded, when they were recording, you know, the big record, the Nevermind record, he remembers what he was wearing, you know, the shorts he was wearing when he was tracking his his drums, whether or not it snowed during the weeks or so, whenever they were recording it. So it's not bad memories, it's just sad memories. Here's the question that you, I mean, I know you can't answer this realistically, but do you think Kurt Cobain doesn't kill himself? Do you think Nirvana's still around today? No. They would have broken up. In fact, they I were agree. on the verge of breaking up. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought I read, that that it would not have lasted long for them anyway. They were supposed to play Lollapalooza that summer. They had actually signed on to play Lollapalooza that summer, but I think Kurt was not well. They wound up pulling out just before the tour was to start. He, he passed away in April, right? Yeah. I don't remember the... Was it April? Yep. Early April, like the 8th or... Yeah, they were scheduled that. to play Lollapalooza that summer. I think contracts were even signed. Ooh. April eighth, and uh, oh yeah, they wind up not you know not going to be able to play anyway, and there was rumors of them breaking up. Yeah, other things I that think, you know, I actually think Dave Grohl was working on the Foo Fighters record on the first Foo Fighters record in between 
Kurt being sick and being in rehab and touring and because that that whole first Foo Fighters record, it's all Dave Grohl. Yeah, it, like as in played Every all instrument. the instruments. Yeah, yeah. I know that I think that first record came out in what ninety five or something like mm-hmm. like a very shortly or a year and a half or so after. Uh, other things that uh, I learned about uh, Dave Grohl pre show routine. He doesn't do the stretches. He doesn't, you know, sip juice or any of that kind of stuff. He drinks a can of Budweiser one hour before showtime, follows that with a series of Jägermeister shots until the moment he goes on. Wow. Just as the lights go down, he smokes one last cigarette. What's his cigarette of choice? Virginia Slims. No, uh, he is got to be a camel guy. Uh, he American has spirit. something, I believe. Ooh, a douche whistle. Is that what they call those? <laughs> the electronic. No, the electronics. Oh. Yeah, the vape is a douche oh, yeah, flute. He vapes? Oh, we call them douche flutes. Parliament lights. Oh, really? Oh. Parliament guy. Yeah. That, was my, that was my cigarette of That's choice. That's right. Uh, takes two last swigs of beer and then follows that with three tablets of nicotine gum. He also says he never once tried cocaine, heroin, or speed, basically because he doesn't need it. He says, sure, yeah, a little weed. So, the, the, the caffeine tablets, you said? Jesus. Three of them. Nicotine. Sure. Nicotine he says, sure, a little weed every now and again, but can you imagine me on amphetamines? I never shut, shut up as it is. Uh, anybody want another Men in Black movie? Uh, I mean, if it's done right. Or a spinoff thereof. Liam Neeson is uh, in talks to join the cast of Liam Neeson spinoff. He's yeah. going to rescue someone in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a particular set of skills. He does. It's going to be an angry phone call. Somebody has stolen my alien. He's going to. He could play the head of the UK branch of Men in Black Agency, a secret organization that works to protect Earth from intergalactic villains. As we know, it was. He's going to. He may do the Rip Torn uh, role. So is. Will Smith gonna be in it? Nope. Who? Will I'm sorry, Will Smith. Mm-mm. Keep in mind this is a UK version, so this is gonna be Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, the new pair of agents. Ah. What about Rowan Atkinson? Is he gonna be in there oh, somewhere? I don't yeah. see anything about I wouldn't Rowan doubt it. Atkinson, but who knows? The film is scheduled for release June 14th of 2019. If James Corden is in it, it's gonna be a disaster. Yeah. Just throwing that down right there, huh? Not gonna happen. All right, let's see if you a little audio from Jeopardy. Let's see if you can stop and start it. If you can hit those. Um, there's a um, they started off last night with musical groups as the category. Woman from California swept the entire category. They're fairly easy, at least I think for us. Let's see if we can get them. Musical groups, two hundred. They've got Method Man, the Wu Tang. This clan. How did you even know what the question was? They've got, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, but Musical you just yelled clan? They've got Method Man, the Wu-Tang this. I mean. What is the clan? Yes. Damn right. Musical groups 400. <laughs> Full of everyday people, Sly and the This Stone. Family. Ooh. Got it. Hermina. What is the family? Yeah. Musical group 600. Don't fear them. Blue Oyster. What? Cult. Cult. <laughs> what? Ermina. What is Colt? Correct. Musical groups 800. Rap group with Luther Campbell. Two live crew. Oh, man. I'm sorry. You went O for the category, Riz. Oh, yeah, what are? is crew? What is? Uh-huh. Yeah, you lose. Good night. I'm sorry. Ermina. What lose. is crew? Yes. Musical groups 1,000. It was a reality that they gave us a rock and roll fantasy. Bad this. Who are a company? Ermina. What is company? You are up on your... Oh, dear. Look at you, young lady. Hey, hey. 
You found your niche. That, that was the one. Uh... Herm, uh, Hermian, did you hear her name? Hermian? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Johnny Knoxville is going to make you uh, think about him the next time he sneezes. Holy cow. I, have you uh, heard this? I heard. Well, I heard. is this from Stern? This is from uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Because he talked about this on Howard Stern the other day. And I wanted to. I wanted to. I was in my car and I wanted to crash it because I. <laughs> yeah. Th- think about this audio the next time you blow your nose. Uh, more than I have on any other film. Four concussions and... Your eyeball popped out of your head, right? There was that. That happened twice. Uh-huh. Um, well, you got uh, two. <laughs> four concussions. I had two blowout fractures of my left eye caused by a broken orbital laminate in my face, which I didn't know I had. But when I blew my nose, my eye popped out, and I'm like, I must have a broken orbital lamina. You blow your nose and your eye just pops wow. out. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Me. Holy cow. <laughs> and finally, last story for you. We talked about the Double Dare reboot coming, and Mark Summers will be involved. Yay. But not as the host. Aww. He'll be an executive producer, also have a role uh, on camera a little bit here and there, but the new host has been announced. Stick Stickly. Came in third. <laughs> Liza Koshi. Oh. L-I-Z-A is Liza. She's a, she's a YouTuber chick. She is a oh, YouTuber is chick. She's an American actress, YouTube personality, and comedian. See, your kids become YouTube stars oh, and they can host her. a game show. Um, from what I read, Mark Summers is basically going to be the color commentator. They call, so, call him the quote-unquote mayor. Yeah, so like when they're doing the the physical challenges, he's going to be the guy that's doing kind of the play-by-play type thing. Great gotcha. show. Crabby birthdays. Ryan Coogler, he's the director of Black Panther and Creed. He's 32. Jewel is 44. Hey, speaking of Jeopardy, Ken Jennings, who won 74 straight episodes, is 44. H. John Benjamin, voice of Archer and Bob's Burgers, and Bob from Bob's Burgers is 52. Drew Carey is 60. And today's Burton birthday of the day, a boxing legend from the 80s, and he loved his nickname so much that he had his name legally changed to it. Marvelous Marvin Hagler, 64 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Addie Juniper and today's birthday girl she has had more people on top of her than a stage during a college graduation in 65 fine films including an intruder broke into my house and tied me up one large booty shake it's so much fun to hurt mom's teaching daughters look out for the sea monster in a movie called you better take that little blue pill and who could forget her unforgettable role in Youch, that hurts thank you so much (laughs) Addie Juniper, 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Wouldn't you want to go to a swap meet with uh, someone with the last name Hagler? Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in the Hagler! No, 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 don't, don't, just take... Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yes, great at swap meets. Legend. <laughs> Got yourself there, didn't you? <laughs> Folks, home stretch. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So the student behind the uh, threats, which canceled classes for two Belleville high schools, in custody. 
I'm just reading now, again, this is all breaking news. The uh, the student placed him cu- into custody around 8 o'clock this morning. Belleville Township High School District 201 canceled classes earlier today after uh, this kid, 18 years old, reportedly threatened another student. I guess it was a fight between two guys over a girl. And this 18-year-old had a gun, brought it to the campus. And what I'm reading is the 18-year-old got the gun from his mom. So it was his mother's gun. And I'm not sure where he was caught, how far away from the school he was. But for uh, safety reasons, the superintendent decided to cancel classes. But this fan, this kid has been placed into custody. Thank goodness. Boy, here's one way to uh, keep people from getting all angry over a power outage. Give them something way bigger as a distraction. So there was a power outage in the middle of the night on a Sunday in Lake Worth, Florida. And the city's warning system automatically sent an alert to all the cell phones in the city. But the alert was about a zombie apocalypse. Okay. It said, quote, power outage and zombie alert for all residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. There are now far less than 7,380 customers involved due to extreme zombie activity. Restoration time uncertain. Obviously, there was not a zombie apocalypse, just a 27-minute power outage. And the city says it must have been a prank, especially with the Walking Dead reference to Terminus in there. And they're trying to figure out who got into their automatic text alerts to make it say that. But that's the scary thing. Not the zombies, but that somebody was able to get into the system and send out an alert to everybody within the city. Unbelievable. That's the scary thing. Yeah. Not the power outage, not the zombies, but the how did they get into there? How'd they do that? Uh, Instagram is finally letting you mute your friends' annoying Instagram accounts with the click of a button. Yesterday, they announced that they're rolling out the unfollow feature after previously allowing uh, users to mute someone's Instagram story while still allowing their photos to pop up in your feed. I guess it's a big deal. I don't even know what you just said. All right, here's what they say. The company wrote on its website, when you mute an account you could still see posts on their profile page and get notified about comments or posts you're tagged in. The accounts you mute will not be aware that you've muted them. Oh, okay. I get it now. You could always unmute an account to get their post back in your feed. So un- unfollow's always been there. Now the mute button is the new thing. Yes. Okay, you said that backwards the first time. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, so it's basically I, I'm, like, I'm not the Instagram. So yeah. is it kind of like unfollowing without letting the person know? Right, well, basically they what it is, it on is so, so Jeff, if I want to mute you, I can mute you, and I won't see anything you post. But if you tag me in something, it pops up, and I could go to your profile to look. Gotcha. So it's just like what they do on Twitter. Essentially, yeah. Okay. But if I mute you, and even if you mention me, I don't see it on Twitter. Hmm. This one is, if I take a picture with Jeff, and Jeff tags me in that photo and puts it on Instagram, I'll get that notification, but I won't see his post of his dog and him in the woods. What about him shirtless? Unless he tags me, I ain't seeing it. I'll tag you in the the picture. I hope in a few months they release a report of who's the most muted person on Instagram. Oh, it's going to be be fantastic. It's going to be Jeff. It's going to be. No, it'll be. 
It'll for sure be somebody like a Kardashian, you know, Chrissy Teigen, or yeah. Kardashian. Why don't you or, just unfollow them then? Because it's there if I want it there. But you can always just refollow. Sure, you can. Why have social media in the first place? You don't have to have an account to see somebody's, you know, to see Chrissy Teigen's latest vegetable post. Hmm. I could just go to her profile and see it. I mean, if unless she's private, which I guess she wouldn't be private, no. but yeah, but some people are. You know, where you keep your phone during work can have a major effect on your productivity, and that's according to a recent study, especially if it's out where you could see it, and even if it's off. So researchers tested people's cognitive abilities when their phones were in different places, in their pocket, face down in front of them, or in another room. And their phone was on mute in all three scenarios. And they performed best when their phone was in uh, in another room where they couldn't see it. And they did the worst when their phone was right in front of them. Which makes sense. Yeah. The effect was similar to how you'd perform if you didn't get enough sleep. But the weird part is it still affected them even when they did the experiment with their phone off. And here's the science behind why that's the case. Basically, your brain knows your phone is a really powerful tool that you use all the time. So it's trained to pay attention to it. And even the act of ignoring it uses up some of your brain power. So if you really need to focus on something, you should just leave your phone in another room or in your car so your brain knows you can't access it. Just turning it off or leaving it in your bag is not enough. Because it's there. You know, it's there. Yeah. That's how powerful your phone is. Yeah. Just being in the room with it affects you. I think we're in Damn trouble. Damn you, Steve Jobs. Damn you. <laughs> and this sounds like nonsense, but apparently there's some science behind it. According to a new study, taking your shoes off at your front door can help you lose weight. Ah. It has to do with the tiny chemical particles we come in contact with every day that mess with our hormones and promote fat growth in our tissues. They're called obesogens. And they're in everything from cleaning products to cosmetics to processed food and even the dust floating around in your house. And that's why taking your shoes off matters. The study found Taking them off at the front door can make a big difference in how many uh, obesogens you're exposed to because you don't track as many into the house. I don't know how much weight you could lose, but some people think it could be one of the reasons we've gotten bigger and bigger over the past couple decades. As somebody who takes off their shoes the second they walk in their house every day, this is BS, guys. Imagine how much bigger you would have been. This is BS. (laughs) I'm taking off my shoes as soon as I get home and going straight to the refrigerator. Other things you can do to uh, reduce your exposure to this stuff, vacuum more often, avoid heating food up in plastic, use fewer synthetic cleaning products, and uh, try to eat organic foods that haven't been exposed to pesticides. So, obesogens. Another freaking thing to worry about. <laughs> what isn't bad for us, Scott? I... Lemon drops. <laughs> Even those will kill you. Oh, darn it. And that's news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. The Rizzuto Show.
Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals, they only scored once last night. The Royals beat them 5-1. to one. Two teams wrap up their series with a little bit of ba- uh, day baseball this Today, afternoon. Day baseball? 12-15 is the start. Michael Waka gets the start for the Cardinals. 12-15 day baseball yeah, today? Both That's of those it, man. Uh, the NFL has just announced <laughs> the locations for the 2023 and 2024 Super Bowl. 2023 will be in... Festus. No, that's incorrect. Festus. It's Arizona. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Arizona. 2024 will God, be it's in... It's got to be Festus. Yep. Finally. New Orleans. Oh, oh. So you're 0 for 2 for the day, Riz. <laughs> they keep getting screwed over, don't they? We'll get them in 2025. I, I doubt that. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a big old hey, doubtful on that. I'm with gonna, that negative attitude, it's listed as doubtful. Listed as doubtful. Uh, you guys We're remember go for the Olympics, though? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Spell Festus without us. Do you guys remember the uh, the L.A. Rams stadium and the proposal and all those pictures that they put up of how it's going to look and that it's going to cost a kajillion dollars? That's not a made-up number. That's pretty damn close because right now the Sports Business Journal says that this thing, when all said and done, could cost, if you include the complex that's going to be next to it, around $5 billion. How much did uh, Jerry Jones put up for the... Uh I can't the remember. Cowboy Stadium. I can't remember. That was a, that was I think three billion dollars. The, the most nah, because the most expensive stadium previous to this was MetLife Stadium, which was one point seven billion. Hmm. So the Raiders' new stadium that's expected to be around two million or two billion. I'm sorry. And uh, Stan Kroenke, he said that when he moved his team from St. Louis to L.A., that the stadium was going to be two point three billion. Well, we've more than doubled that now, Stan. So what's going on, Stanley? Well, he's got the cash. Well, hopefully, he, he could put pe- does he? hopefully he could put people in the seats. That's where he's not he? keeping his word. He's getting a $2.25 billion loan. So does he have the money? Yes, so who Jeff. knows? Uh, two point, or I'm sorry, two-thirds of the cost of the new Dallas Cowboys Stadium Jerry Jones put up. And it says here it was $1.15 billion construction wow. costs. So. Wow. So yeah, so that's probably. So I guess he third. put up right around one hundred fifty thousand. Is that right? No. Yeah, I think it's, it's a, a, he put now. up he put up about ten dollars. NBA playoffs: The Rockets beat the Warriors. That series evened up two games apiece tonight. Game five: Celtics Cavs. That series tied at two games apiece. And finally, NHL playoffs continue tonight. Finally, have our answer as to who will be playing the Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup Final. The Capitals and Lightning tied up three games apiece. Game seven tonight oh, a at day Tampa. Hockey, right? No. And that's at night, and it's at seven. <laughs> 7 p.m. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Yes, Jeff. Nothing better than a game seven in the NHL, man. Yeah. Oh, love it. Yeah. And love they're it. in. They're in Tampa Bay. In Tampa. Ugh. I don't. Who do I want to win? I don't know. Washington. I, I go I Washington because of Oshie, but then it's then it's Oshie against Ryan Reeves for me. Oh, that's the way you're. That's the way I'm looking. I I'm look at the personal stories. Man, I hate Tampa. You do. Oh yeah, that's right. Yucko. I also hate Washington. Yucko. Hmm. Huh. I'm rooting for good sportsmanship. There you That's go. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right. I think we're about done here. Making way for Donnie Fandango, who is next. Hello, Donnie. I'm really paranoid. About what? Crazy thing happened last night. 
totally unexpected. So Saturday, beautiful day. We take the family out to Mastodon State Park to do a little little trail walking. Oh, see, I, when I, I just take the family out and leave them there and uh-huh. I just speed yeah, off. And see so if they can find t- their way home. This yeah. time, we all went together, came home together. Yeah, that's uh, last night after the baseball game, yeah, I got if home. If you want to do that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> got home, and I took my, uh, my shirt off for Mary to do my nightly flexing, and <laughs> she found a tick on my back. Oh, yeah. So now I'm completely paranoid that, you know, something's going on. You got Lyme disease, huh? That was not a welcome surprise. Uh, who was it that, that tweeted us yesterday? They said uh, they pulled 33 ticks off them. Oh, yeah. my God. It is it is the worst tick season in, like, history right now, like, oh, this year. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, if you look it up, it's, like, the worst in a very, very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, pulled, I was telling these guys, I pulled 21 of them off my dog the other day. Whoa. And nearly as many off myself. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I napalmed my, uh, yep. my backyard. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I called in one an airstrike. I got to be, be a little bit more careful about that because I didn't put any of the bug spray on before he we went Where was there. it? Do that. What, uh, it was like right here. Oh, on your back, huh? Yeah. Were yeah. you like in the brush? I mean, not really, man. We were on the, you know, just the trails. Yeah, you can just yeah. get them in your backyard. But, but, uh, which I'm, you know, I'm sure we, 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 I mean, I thought the most exciting thing that happened that day was we saw a dead raccoon that my kids were just like, oh, that's so gross. I don't want to look at it. As they look at it. And, right. and then, like, a dead raccoon? You poke <laughs> yeah. him with a stick? You got to poke him with Did a stick. Did not poke him with a stick. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Mary would not have had that sort of thing. But, uh, but, but it's almost like a shame you didn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was beautiful. But, but, and I say this, and I talked about this on the air the other day. You know, I've lived in South County for 10 years, and we've never done that. We've never done the Mastodon State Park thing. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was so awesome. Where's that those at? things that are in your backyard. It's in like Imperial. So it's right, I mean, it's 10 minutes from my house, probably. Yeah, it's like an Arnold-ish area, yeah, like out yeah, in yeah, that. Yeah, right in kinda. that, you know, kind of the, the cusp there. But it was a, it was a beautiful trail. Yeah, and, yeah nice. And, and it was awesome outside of the tick situation. Outside of the ticks. Yeah. yeah. You got to check your undercarriage, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did. Did. Oh, did Jeff will do that for you. <laughs> I know he would. That's why I did it myself. <laughs> yeah, Jeff gives uh, King Scott a hernia check every morning, yeah. just, yep, yep. just so, in case. Well, that's good looking out. <laughs> Thank you for that. You betcha, buddy. <laughs> Good friends, man. Good friends. <laughs> All right. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. King Scott, what do we got? We got a lot of things. If you want to learn how to be a helpful neighbor neighbor or neighbor, uh, mm-hmm. go go there and check that out. 20, 20 things you can learn from that. We also have the beautiful sound of two Canadian lynxes singing and yelling at each other. And... It's about the be- that? it's about the best thing ever, eh? <laughs> it, is, it sure did. Uh, it reminded me when I was trying to woo Mary. Uh, <laughs> I, yes. sounded, I sounded a lot like that. <laughs> hey, it worked. It did. Yeah, yeah an accidental uh, zombie alert plus loads more, and you can find all that at 1057thepoint.com forward slash. That's uh, Do people still say forward slash? Nope. Okay. Apparently they do so. if you're Scott. <laughs> you can also leave off the www. What about the HTTP colon? Which hey, Jeff so likes that. He woke up on a, a laying on a rock the side of a riverbed today. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, I'm doing pretty good. King Scott's going to go back to the woods after <laughs> after the show. Check for tips. He lives in a lean-to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? Three lean-to drive? Yeah. Is that right? Just go hop on the train down here and ride for about five minutes west. All right, video of the day, Patrico. Video theme continues, gone forever. Riz, I got it pulled up here so you could take a look. Lovely lady on her phone. They're doing some sort of delivery, and she oh. gives a little tripsy and oh. see it gone right. forever. Okay. Check out the video for yourself. 1057thepoint.com slash hi, bye. <laughs> it's one of those, if, if you ever uh, have been to New York City, they have the uh, the basements are accessible from the outside. It's where they do their deliveries. Mm-hmm. 
where they have the double gates, you know, the double like doors up, and the woman didn't see it. Right down the stairs. Oof. See ya. Donnie, what's coming up? Uh, a couple of things. One, if you are a specific St. Louis wrestling fan, I've got a really neat story I found today in the post that I want to talk about. Uh, also, i got a ton to give away. Zombie Manson, big summer show tickets. We'll get folks into Social Distortion and AWOL Nation. And I've slept great for two nights in a row, so we're going to rip it up today. Oh, and I can't forget, uh, tomorrow, 2 o'clock, Andrew WK joins me live in the Point Studio. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's nice. going to be super awesome. 2 o'clock, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. great. All right, see uh, Jeff Burton at the T-Mobile store in St. Peter's on Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., giving out a whole bunch of stuff and being creepy as always. You got it. What? Bringing the uh, Creepster Roadshow out to St. Peter's. <laughs> Saturday. That's going to be a thing now, the from Creepster Roadshow. From 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Kerry uh, Lashonis one more time from Deloge. Carrie wants to hear this song, so Donnie, you got some time to. Like, Carrie wants to hear this song, so Donnie's in at three. All right. And uh, get a degree from Phoenix University. I'll be back. <laughs> it's Tool. Donnie next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.